that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. 
I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. The 
but you don't have a voice in saying how that money spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail? Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn and now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore and then you send your youth to slaughter fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Bells in the track, y'all Mom Santa scaring babies in his lap, y'all My baby's cozy, she mistletoes me And she be slaying that Mariah karaoke And all the Starbuckers in the lights, hey Put some peppermint mocha in my latte Hey, 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 hey. Silly fat 
Crazy like Christmas Round a fake tree Nutcracker on a mantle And a candy cane Can I get your eggnog With your fruitcake Go cheese It's your birthday Bougie like blow-ups In the front yard Hoping Santa gonna leave An Applebee's gift card In my stocking Even though we getting naughty all night That's how we do How we do Fancy like Christmas Fancy like Christmas On. We watching Home Alone Yeah, you know Apple finna drop another iPhone Traffic's obnoxious, dad's at the office He gotta pay for mama's Amazon boxes And all the Starbuckers in the last Hey, put some peppermint mocha in my latte Fancy like Christmas, round a fake tree Nutcracker on a mantle and a candy cane Candle, get your eggnog with your fruitcake Go G's, it's your birthday Bougie like blow-ups in the front yard Hoping Santa gonna leave an Applebee's gift card In my stocking even though we getting naughty all night That's how we do, how we do Fancy like big buck on the wall with a red nose on it Laid lamp with some fishnet hose on it So many lights, got the neighbors in the breakers tripping Good at any sweater, got me Grinch grinning like kids Better hit the hay fast, y'all Unless you wanna see your mama kissing daddy claw Ooh, I said we fancy like Christmas Round that fake tree Nutcracker on a mantle and a candy cane Can I get your eggnog with your fruitcake? Go Jesus it's your birthday Bougie like blow-ups in the front yard Hoping Santa gonna leave an Applebee's gift card In my stocking even though we getting naughty all night That's how we do, how we do Fancy like Fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the making with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriot. Having a little fun tonight. It's our Christmas party. It's Forcing like an the office Christmas spirit on Christmas everybody. party. Yeah. Mandatory fun. You will not bah humbug this bitch. And if you do, you better get naked later. That's all I can say. Somebody better be swinging from a chandelier. I mean, that but naked. Can sound like fun. Fuck yeah. Why not? Or riding a reindeer or some fucking crazy shit like that. Why not? I saw a fuck. Actually, Dave, if is if he's in the chat, Dave will tell you a funny story about him getting humped by a deer on the ground while he was in Missouri. <laughs> I was like, Dave, okay. you're supposed to shoot him, dude. Not try and entice him in. I mean, you got to bait him somehow. <laughs> I guess Dave was just baiting the right ass because he. Put it right out there. Yikes. Apparently a buck tried to mount him, which is really bad. Bucks are no you're fun. You're not supposed to get that close to them <laughs> until after you shoot them. When you're bow hunting, though, he didn't notch an arrow before he came, once he got down out of his tree stand. And when he turned around, oh. boom. <sighs> yeah. And it was right by his stick. He was wheeling in his dip. Anyway, whatever. Doesn't matter. Just said stick. Anywho. How's your day, babe? I mean, I made antennas. I uh, chased the chickens around. I got to fix the fence out there again, the other side now. And, um, you know, we got a Christmas tree. We did. We did. Like I, I said, I'm forcing the holiday spirit on everyone. So 
And that means that I get to decorate it tomorrow or the next day. Probably the next day. Yeah. Can't employ the kids. Among the eight million other things I have to do. Couldn't play the kids. Uh-huh. Force it on them. Hey, you're forcing it on all of us. You're damn skipping. Force it on them. Okay. You know what? Since I'm forcing it on everyone. I'm I've I told you I gotta take it. Y'all got I've invited this. a very special guest to our Christmas party tonight, our office Christmas party. Are you ready? I know you're I, I know I, I know yeah, you're nope, not ready. No, for you're this. not ready for this. <laughs> Oh, shit. Hello, my name is Klaus, the Situation Schmap. This Christmas, cuddle up with your loved ones while you enjoy a delicious holiday feast of new ferns and crunchy crickets and pop in a very special collection of songs. The World Enslavement Forum presents Waxmas It's 23. I'm dreaming of a great Reset like communism, just in smart. This gene selection and eye detection and tone surveillance everywhere. Last COVID, I gave you my chat, but for every new stash. You had to refresh This year A new pandemic is here Get ready for forced injections On the fifth day of lockdown My government gave me Five stinky masks Four COVID tests Three boosters Two sudden deaths And attempted genocide Police at your door, police at your door, police at your door, going your own food is not allowed anymore. You better not ask or lift an eyebrow, why people are dying suddenly now. Cancer Klaus is coming to town. I don't want a lot for Christmas Just control humanity Maybe release new hybrid species Like a monkey manatee Please kill me I just want to rule the world Every tree and every bird That is my goal All I want for Christmas is your soul Wait, what is this? We don't want a lot for Christmas Just leave us the fungal alone Go hang out with your lizard bodies And have some fresh adrenal cream I see you in a minute And I swear total resistance to you with everything I've got Go yourself. Is that fair? Hey, Bob. <laughs> this is a large psyop on your human psyche. 
Fuck the vaccine coming straight from the Pfizer lab. A healthy body don't surrender to the jab. Their business is done by murdering millions of people. Oh, easy there, buddy. I want everybody to stop dying. All we want for Christmas is a global human resistance. Stop using my song for this shit. All we want for Christmas is to be free. It's fucking hysterical. <laughs> that great. I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, that was pretty funny. That was a good uh, opener, babe. Well done. Well done. Kicking off the Christmas party just right. Absolutely. You That's know some it. funny shit. You know it. It's all good. I'm not going to make you watch that again. However, oh, since we're talking about Klausi de Schwab, <laughs> he had so many good parts in there <laughs> klausi the anal schwab <laughs> klausi the anal schwab uh, yes i am the anal schwab does that mean you're a junior <laughs> oh here's some more oh, uh weffers for you oh jesus Sorry. The state took a very aggressive action to send out an emergency text message to all of the California cell phones, and instantaneously, 2,500 megawatts came off the system. We watched the load curve drop with a straight line, which told me and reaffirmed uh, a hypothesis that I have that demand management with modern technology can be automated. We shouldn't have to send a text message. <laughs> it worked. But it you basically said, guys, switch off your aircon. Yeah, Stop it, it, it was an emergency no message that said, yes, please reduce your usage. Come back, right. come back, 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 come and instantaneously, 2,500 megawatts came off the system. Stop. We watched the load curve Wait, drop. wait, 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 wait a minute. Why? I wonder if we can find out when that actually took place and see how many people died instantly when that happened. That's not a small wavelength, folks. That's a pretty big one. They said it came off the system. Yeah. When they, they I, is she talking about the reboot that we played the, um bloomberg video about yesterday Ooh, it could have been that yeah. yeah yeah listen straight line which told me and reaffirmed uh, a hypothesis that i have that demand management with modern technology can be automated we shouldn't have to send a text message <laughs> it worked but it you basically said guys switch off your aircon yeah Stop it, it, it was an emergency no message tea. that said yes please reduce your usage right california okay now so they sent out they sent out an emergency an emergency text message to, anybody, oh, okay. to everybody now, in California yeah. telling them to shut off their electronic devices because the grid couldn't handle it and their usage went down 2,500 watts. Gotcha. ...responded because they're good citizens, but what it says is that could be automated. 
with smart devices, Wi-Fi communicating devices, and electric vehicles uh, as a power resource, bi-directional power What's resource. That? Back What's to that? that. Wait a minute. And electric vehicles. Yeah. Think about this, folks. Okay, they want to go to 100% electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. Think about this. You want to drive somewhere. They're going to shut your But your ass lives in California uh, next to one of these California cities. And you want to drive. You have to take your wife who's having a heart attack, for instance. Let's put it that way. Or maybe. Your wife's having a heart attack and you got to get her to the hospital. You're already dead if you're having a heart attack. Having a baby. Okay. Having a baby. Your wife's having a baby. You got to get her to the hospital. You get in your electric car. And because the grid can't handle it, it won't turn on. Everybody see where this is going? This again is not true freedom. Not true freedom. There's no freedom in that. They now already understand if you signed up for that smart meter program through your electric company where they sent you a free Tesla smart, wall smart station meter or whatever. for your home for oh, your house. yeah that yeah. a google device yeah you know what they can do and they've been doing it if uh they think you're using too much electricity too much power they will just you know up the temperature in your house in the summer or put it down in the winter yep um yeah think think about what she just said there they can just turn off all your devices willy-nilly because the grid can't handle it but they want everyone to go to electric everything you're not even allowed to buy a freaking gas stove anymore think about those not that you're not allowed to buy a gas stove i'm sorry let me correct myself there they are no longer making them and you can't get any parts for them so if yours breaks you have to buy an electric stove think about this too by the way think about in your house right think about all those little devices you have hooked to the wall that are hooked to your amazon one day they just turn off your lights you can't turn your lights back on unless you plug them directly into the wall Mm-hmm. Anyway, let her, let her keep going here. The grid would be an, even an additional asset that was what I would refer to as anyways economics. People have already purchased the electric vehicle. It's an investment anyways, get its full value by putting its power back to the grid. And all of that can be automated. Technology can enable that. This is a technology that has never been available in all of our years of delivering energy and electricity in particular to the people of the world. We can now manage demand and have the right use at the right time, not just conserve, not just use less, but instead smooth out the demand curve and have distributed variable resources it can deliver. It will happen, and I'm very optimistic. Yeah, don't worry about it. AI, no, AI no. is going to take it. Okay, AI is going to take it. Don't worry about it. You AI is going to become like? self-aware. Yeah, AI is going to turn off your power. That's that's uh, that's about right. But um, you know what that reminds me of when we Terminator? No, not that. It's not a Christmas movie. Die Hard is, but Terminator. When is. we looked at getting solar, which we figured out it it wasn't worth it because we would have to take out a loan for it. It was insanely expensive for the size of our house and not worth it. But they said if you if you used if you collected more energy than what you used, you sell it back to the electric company, right? It's a two-way street. If you don't use enough, you get electric from you get power from the electric company. But if you have extra, you sell it back to the electric company. What she's talking about is if you're not using your car. And it's got a full charge and they need that power. They could take it. 
they'll take it back. If your car's plugged in, that'll go in reverse. Same thing with your solar panels. How many people in California have solar panels? Almost everybody. All I think of them? it's like required. It's a state law. They're going to start taking the power out of your solar panels and selling it back to the grid, but you won't get, they, they pay you like pennies a, on the dime. Yeah. Literally a penny a, a watt or something ridiculous like that. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of scary people. It's just more control. Don't automate your home. Seriously. And if you've already done it, it's okay, but get away from it as yeah. fast as you can. No kidding. Get rid of the stupid shit. Just turn on the light. It's not hard. Seriously. Here's a little fun for you. We're going to alternate the, the fun. Here's a little fun for you. Who won? The inflatable flailing arm guy. I'm Mike Jones, and I'm right off of Route 80 in Massapequa, New York, with a inflatable flailing arms guy fucking arms area. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Oh, you're going dark, dark. Yeah, this is good. It's next in yeah. line. Go for it. I mean, I didn't, I didn't put them in order. I just per like, se opened them. It is a Christmas party after all. You know, do it off the cuff anyway. I kind of am. Um, warning. Graphic. Very graphic. See, this is some crazy shit. If you got little ones in the room, they probably don't need to see this. This happened in Ukraine at a council meeting. Mm -hmm. Some city council. Yeah, some city council meeting or something. Damn, I'm amazed that there are people still alive in there. We lost uh, 17 people off of the U.S. taxpayers' payroll. They're all paid by us. It's accurate. Yeah. That's why they're arguing and bickering about the money. Yeah. Um, six, six are dead. Last I heard, six are dead and 11 are seriously injured. I guess we got to pay their medical bills and their pensions now. Great. Mm. More fucking money we got to spend. Great. Good job, Joe. But I, I, I see that war is going swimmingly for you, you fucked hard. Um, yeah. Is there still a war going on there? Zelensky moved to Florida. I have no idea. I mean, who's running the show? 
I bet that general the feels same like person that's left, running the show here. I bet that general feels like he is out on fucking missing island. He's on the island of lost toys. Yeah, and that was like that was some kind of deputy or something. Anyway, that set off those grenades. Yeah, no, he was there. He he's part and of the he, council. He was a deputy on the city council, yeah. and that council meeting, I he yelled something. I I, I didn't catch all of what he said, but. It, it was basically, hey, look, fucktards, I've got grenades, and that's it. And then he threw them. Oh, dude, that was definitely an American grenade, Cisco. Are you kidding no, me? No, no, those were not. Those were not. Okay, yeah, that was a very weird. I no, because I've ever seen a grenade go off. So I wouldn't know. Those had like a pop, and there was a bang. So yeah. they, there was a fuse igniter underneath it. So okay. it was definitely a Russian grenade. It is not an American grenade. We do not have fuse igniters underneath our grenades. Okay. Then uh, there you go. It was a Russian grenade, and um, the the guy died. The one that set off the grenades. Yeah, apparently, he held the third one. Yeah, he he held the third one. It went off in his hand. So, kablooey. He went everywhere. There's a little bit of him over there, there, there. I mean, he ran everywhere. <sighs> it's pretty bad. Dude, they are. I've heard they have cocaine gators in in Florida. They should definitely introduce Zelensky to a cocaine gator. I, my point is, he's in Florida. Why, why haven't we arrested him? Where, where are our sheriffs? Um, he's an illegal alien, as far as I'm concerned. How did he get here illegally? He's renting a house. He's on a visa. Sheriffs, you know, you got more power than that. Mm, he's if on they, a visa. If he's in, it don't matter. Don't matter. That bitch better be a a full sealed diplomatic visa from the State Department meaning no search and seizure and no arrest because if there's a sheriff worth his salt down in Florida, he go arrest his ass. True that, but there's not. Um, so this film comes out tomorrow hmm. called let my people go. Propaganda. Really? No. It's great. Check it out. The following presentation, the following presentation has been rated P. For propaganda. Welcome to your safe and secure voting center. Meet Chad. Hi, I'm Chad. He's eager to participate in his civic duty, and I am really looking forward to voting today. Chad is voting in the most secure, state-of-the-art, democratic, digital voting system ever. Wow, I feel like I just voted in the most safe and secure election ever. I have a recurring dream about a theater and a movie that keeps the people asleep. A feed. I'm awake. They're not. The 2020 election was the most secure in U.S. history. There was a time I had a classroom and could teach students to discern truth from lies. But the classroom was taken away. He must get vaccinated or get tested weekly and wear a mask in the classroom. There was a time I had a courtroom and could convey truth to a jury, but that's been taken away too. I say this is someone who has had not one complaint, not two complaints, not three complaints, but five complaints and five investigations to strip me of my law license. What happened? November 3rd, 2020 a rigged election 
and the greatest false flag in our country's history was perpetrated to cover it up. Uh, do you have any knowledge of Ray Epps being a secret government agent? Uh, no. Uh, I will say this notion that somehow the violence at the Capitol on January 6th was part of some operation orchestrated by FBI sources and agents uh, is ludicrous and is a disservice to our brave, hardworking, dedicated men and women. So I travel, trying to wake as many people up as I can, but I can't reach enough. I'm running out of time. And my dream of reaching people and cutting the feed often feels like a nightmare. But if I could cut the feed, if I could undo the damage, if I could expose the lies, there's still a disconnect with most Americans that don't associate what happened on November 3rd, 2020 with January 6th. But the reality is everyone that's rotting in there right now is in there because of what happened on November 3rd. The way they chain you up unnecessarily, they totally rattle you. They were doing something that was wrong to an American citizen. I put my SIMS card back in my phone. Two unmarked cars pull in, surround me at the recycling center. Somebody sprayed me with something that was very toxic to my eyes. They were forcing us to the opening. I kind of had to sit somewhere because I couldn't see. My son has never been in trouble um, his whole life. Now he finds himself with two felonies, no rights, and been locked up for two and a half years. A weapon to carry out the theft of our voices. In the most simple of terms, a proprietary black box. A modern day slave master that nobody sees or is convinced that doesn't exist. The chains are invisible, but the property it acquires is unspeakable. It snatches up our votes, and our votes are our voices. How much election fraud do you think is real? Here we go, Joe. You want to go to election fraud? There's a lot of shenanigans. There's a, and I think there's coordinated efforts to make sure that certain people get elected. Our team documented in Antrim external access to the EMS by an anonymous user, okay, with no credentials. That means they had full access to all of that software that was on. If they want to download that software, figure out how to subvert it, get back in, make changes, they can do anything they want to. So not only is it not a fair election, it is a tightly controlled election that is completely predictable. County sheriff, county recorders, they all had a two to one slope started from the high value and went predictably down to the lower value. The same curve appears on Dominion and Hart Intercific and Clear Ballot and Smartmatic. In China in particular, they advance persistent threats. Some of them are massive organizations. And we're talking about organizations with 12,000 or more people. They have whole campuses. They're larger than you know, many U.S. universities larger than many U.S. defense organizations. And they are solely focused on the exploitation and penetration and infiltration of U.S. and Western technology. You have to understand the premise behind elections. 
the elections are supposed to be fully transparent and auditable. I mean, that's written into the law. What I'm saying is nobody's following the federal law, including the vendor. It's really simple. They know who voted. They shut it all down. They know who didn't vote. Comes back up. I went to Washington, D.C. on January 4th, 2021. I met with counsel for Pompeo. How much surprise do you think was on his face? None. I think I said previously that when the vice president made the certification and the litigation was complete, it was complete. So we went around to 20% of the households in Otero County and there were big problems with the record. You might walk up to someone's door who has a gun in your face and they would do America proud to blow your brains out. Makes me more resolved to get to the bottom of it because what we've done is we've left people like that in charge of the country. When you get calls all hours of the night and have to constantly look over your shoulder every time you get off a plane or into a neighbor. Push me. We won't quit. Even if you kill me, I will come back and haunt you. They will never shut me up and kill me first. I have not yet begun to fight. If Donald Trump's providential, aren't you providential? Ask yourself why you're here. What exactly did you do wrong to be treated like a dangerous criminal by your government that you pay for? Well, we don't know because the warrant doesn't say. If you arrest me, I can call my lawyer. But if you don't arrest me, I can't call my lawyer and you can steal my livelihood here. Actually, we Newsmax Mike, have not been able wait, to verify wait, any of those wait allegations. Wait, you're, you're, Mike, oh, hold on a second. Everybody hold on a second. Mike, Mike, hold on one second. Uh, let's talk a little bit about... What we're considering here is to reconsider how to rewrite this so it's not going to throw us all in jail. And, and why are you scared of going to jail? Who's threatening you with jail time? That's our point. Um, I vote aye under duress. Um, I found out today that I have no choice but to vote aye or I'll be arrested and charged with a felony. If you support the alternate electors, if you support the alternate electors, please stand up. Stand up. Next speaker, please. Next speaker, please. I'm the next speaker. I'm going to render my time. As of right now, Donald Trump is facing 78 charges spreading across three indictments. Former President Donald Trump returned to Washington, this time under a federal indictment for allegedly trying to steal an election. We are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. It's not the politician you want to win, it's you. It's you, you are the red wave, you are the red sea. God won't part it the way that he did before because he has delegated his authority to the body of Christ to move. And when you move, you are unstoppable. But if I could cut the feet, if I could undo the damage, if I could expose the lives, God help us. Free us from the machines. Free the J6 prisoners. Please, God, let my people go.
America. And the only, only thing I say in warning to that is remember, there's going to be a lot of fake antichrist out there. Mm -hmm. There's one thing I don't like about that. When in there did you ever hear him say we? There was a lot of I, I, I. I didn't hear him say we at all. That is an issue. That I would consider false prophet, fake antichrist, whatever you want to call it. That sends a shiver up my spine. When I hear somebody keep saying, I, I'm going to be the one to wake everybody up. I'm going to be the one. I've got to do it. I, when people do that, don't like that. When you, especially when you start getting political about shit, especially yeah. when you start getting political about shit. Dr. Pyrocene, let my people go. We, the people. It's got to be we. If it's not us then who because then you come back to an individual this country wasn't founded on individuals it wasn't learned about by individuals it was learned about by a group of people who made it work we the people not i i don't like when i hear that there's a lot of people out there and it's really funny the crowd the Steve Bannon crowd, the fucking even Tucker crowd. It, it's it's that God crowd, the weird one. Like you, you all even get freaked out by it. It's like you get around them and you're like, yeah, you're you're like too holy. Like there is supposed to be a little dirtiness in your life. Like sometimes you can have a good time, it's not abandoned. You just got to pray about it later. That's all. You won't go to hell for telling someone to fuck off. I promise. I just, you've been around them. You know what I'm talking about. You get freaked out. You're like, dude, you gotta, you gotta do that every, you know, it gets a little weird. You know what I'm talking about. You don't disagree with it, but it's like after a while, you're kind of like, yeah, all right, dude, I get it. You do you, but Hey, whatever. It it's that crowd though. And they're the most judgmental sons of bitches. Because if they knew any one of you smoked weed or any one of you did any sort of illicit substance, you would be cast out. That's the Clay Clark crowd following. Unless you a repent. False hmm. Unless you repent. If you don't repent, you're done. Well, that's kind of true, actually. Yeah, but not to his. No, don't don't Savior. yeah, don't repent to David Clemens. Repent to God. That's it. I'm just saying. <sighs> anyway, uh, Doctor Hodkinson, dude, I love this guy. He he uh, he's so pissed now. Shall we forgive and forget? Absolutely yeah. not. I'm full of vengeance. Yeah. So I am vengeful. It, it's not a time to say I'm sorry. It's a time to put these bastards in jail. I'm calling it the big kill. 
we've seen the biggest kill ever in medicine's history, directly because of the intervention of these idiots into healthcare. And it's the physicians, it's not just the politicians, it's the physicians themselves who are principally culpable because they have allowed government's jackboots to influence how they manage their patients, which has never, ever happened before. First, do no harm and informed consent. The physicians have, have looked in, how can you do this? How can you look into the eyes of a pregnant woman and tell her that this experimental product is safe? How can you do that as a, as a physician? No, anyone, any physician that has done that should be in jail. His fucking head is the size of Sputnik. <laughs> Holy shit, what's wrong with him? Does he have like the same spinal injury that that one dude on Fox had and then he died? No. I, I forgot what that guy's name was, but he had that spinal injury. And remember, they always he had him in a, a He was in a wheelchair all the time. Does he have the same problem? No. Or man, his fucking, his camera sucks because his head was huge. That thing was as big as Uranus. Had like 22 moons around it. He had a big head. Like you're, you don't speak at all about what he said. No, I, I heard what he said. He's pissed. I get it. Great. Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, can uh, what we're outfitting people with weapons. What gun do you need? Oh, can you own them in your country? Because you probably live in a communist country. You can't own guns. Like England. So maybe you sorry about a, that. Maybe, maybe you, you can, can have ask a space laser. A, a Jewish, Jewish space laser. laser. A ask, Jewish green space ask laser. Marjorie Taylor Green, I bet she'll get you one. See? <laughs> Great minds there. Hey, super friends, get together. Super friends, unite. Dude, they've been telling us this shit in cartoons for years. Legion of Doom is about to begin its reign of terror. Uh. <clears throat> Gangway! Oh, oh. FTC New York, we could all go with the bus company's special super sitter fare. Nine bucks? This one's on me. Let's hope Osama bin Laden doesn't know show tunes. God, I hope I get it. I hope I get it. Wait and see!
some crazy shit right there wow they have been telling us this shit for years fucking nuts folks i don't care what you say it's fucking crazy yes. it doesn't matter it did today whether you, you you listen to the uh the news today found out that the israelis killed idf killed three of their own hostages um Oh, is that where you want to go? That was, uh, that's bad news, but uh, again, fog of war. And again, Joe is trying to push this as a ceasefire or what should be a ceasefire. And, um, and not even necessarily a ceasefire. It's up to Israel. Here you uh, go. MSDNC for you. Oh, there you go. We have more now on that breaking news we brought you a short time ago. The Israeli Defense Force is now taking responsibility for the deaths of three hostages. The IDF says those hostages were incorrectly identified as, quote, a threat. With us here now is NBC's Anna Schechter. You were watching this in real time. You are fluent in Hebrew. I understand the IDF spokesman, who we have seen many, many times, got quite emotional. Tell us what you heard. Sure. Well, Daniel Hagari, he's the lead spokesman of the IDF. He's given multiple briefings, but this one, he was almost choked up. You could see that he was grief stricken. This is a huge admission for the IDF um, and the tragic circumstances set against the backdrop of the massive death toll in Gaza, more than 18,000 uh, dead, according to the Hamas-run health ministry. And yet these three deaths um, have their own unique tragedy. The two uh, young men in their 20s who were identified, um, they were kidnapped from Kibbutzim near the Gaza border. And uh, they and a third hostage uh, were appeared to have been running for their lives and they were viewed as a threat mistakenly and were shot. Um, the IDF identified their bodies at a nearby camp. Suspicion began to grow about their identities after they were killed. So there was a, an IDF spokesman, another IDF spokesman we just heard from. This is uh, news to both of us, but I'm just getting this in, who explained that part of the problem is we have encountered many Hamas fighters dressed in civilian clothes, though they can't say how that may have played into what happened here. That is one explanation for what might have happened. What more did they have to say about this in terms of it obviously being is it me or does she have hardcore Pfizer eye? Which one? The, the, this one? The, okay. The one you, in the blue. That might be so, but the one in the black. A mistake. Is that not the thing from uh, the ring? <laughs> like, well, the Israeli defense force. Stop, stop. Look at that. Does that not look like the thing from the ring? <sighs> I mean, kind the, of. the little fucking, I am whatever the, the little fucking. But she had dark hair. Yeah, but the thing in the ring didn't have anything, didn't have any hair whatsoever. It just mm -hmm. had all the pointy teeth and it was like hey, 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 all skinny looking death ridden and shit. All right, Leo and Mr. Hall, I get what you're saying. But remember that we have made ourselves here in America. We have made ourselves the judge, jury and executioner for the entire world. Come on now. 
they're not right wrong not. i mean i know again it goes back to we don't need to be involved in that exactly we need to get the fuck away from that and just let them do do their thing it doesn't affect us let's take care of our homeless let's take care of uh, our military well here you go and what's going on with our military right now because um, that's some ridiculous shit Here's our military. Yeah. More military. Colonel Jared Little was the first one to get vaccinated. Um, he got his kids vaccinated. She was five and he just unexpectedly passed away at the ripe age of 39. So. Wow, Moda. Yeah. You know, hey. Um, he got jabbed. So there you go. If you were the 1% of it, adverse events are actually reported. Correct. That is disgusting. Fewer yeah. than 1% of adverse events are actually reported. Okay. So hold on a second. Let's, let's talk about that real quick. So when we used to go to the doctor, you remember there's that sign on the wall in the military health clinic that says that uh, if they've not called you, if you've been waiting for more than 15 minutes, that you should go up and see someone. Yeah. Right. They run on a tight schedule. They have 15 minutes per appointment. That's it. Okay. You are in and out of there. And they stack them up one after, after another, after another. It takes 30 minutes to an hour for a doctor or a nurse to submit a VAERS report. Yep. When do they have the time for that? They don't. They don't. That's it. They don't. That's it. They're, they're running a business. They don't give a fuck about you. They give a fuck about their paycheck. But hey, it's, it's okay. No, you can't really say that they give a fuck about their paycheck because they don't technically give a fuck about their paycheck when they're getting paid anyway. That That's going to happen one way or the other. Mm -hmm. They gave a fuck about their paycheck, then... However... They wouldn't be polluting their patients with poisons that were going to kill them that was going to stop them from having a practice. But they get paid for that. They get paid for every injection they give. Doesn't matter what kind uh, of injection it I, is. I get that. But if you remember back in the 50s, there were people with private practices that lasted forever. Doesn't for, happen anymore. Forever. Yeah, I know. Even through depression, private practices lasted. Why? Concierge doctors, your good old general practitioner that would come to your door with his medical bag because your kid was sick and you don't want to take your kid out of the house when he's sick. You'd rather have the doctor come to you. Yeah. It's kind of standard. Where did that go? Now, yeah. now when you get sick, you have to wait until you feel well enough to go to the doctor. 
And if you don't feel well enough to go to the doctor, you call an ambulance to go to the hospital so I can kill you there. Yep. So you tell me which way the fucking food chain's based because it ain't based in our on our side. It's not for us. No, it's for them. Trust me, we just had a she just read me an article tonight. We produce too much CO2 by breathing. Mm-hmm. Yep. We have been telling you everything's come full circle now. We have been telling you the ones they're going after is all of us. The UK in the Daily Mail, the UK um, it came out. The UK said that uh, they say that breathing, humans breathing is dangerous to the environment because it Correct. produces 0.1% of the CO2 in the environment. You know what absorbs that CO2? Plants. Trees. You know what they produce? Oxygen. It's a symbiotic relationship. But they don't want us to breathe. No, 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 no. No, you are the carbon they want to reduce. Yep. And here's how they're going to do it next. You know, you're going to be an mRNA. Two weeks ago, warm. Japan became the first country in the world to approve a new type of self-amplifying mRNA vaccine, otherwise known as an SA mRNA vaccine. Specifically, a company called Meiji Seika Pharma that's based out in Tokyo, they released a statement on November the 28th announcing the fact that they've been given official government approval to manufacture and market a Replicon vaccine, which is the first ever to use self-amplifying mRNA technology. Here is part of what their statement said, quote, Meiji Holdings announces that its subsidiary, Meiji Seika Pharma, has received approval for the manufacturing and marketing of Castavi for muscular injection, a self-amplifying mRNA vaccine against COVID-19 from the Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare in Japan. Castavi is indicated for prevention of COVID-19 by primary immunization, two doses, and booster immunization in adults. This is the world's first approved Replicon vaccine applying self-amplifying mRNA technology. Now, obviously, I'm sure that almost everyone watching this video right now has the very same question in their mind. What in the world is a self-amplifying mRNA vaccine? Well, to answer that question, let's compare this new vaccine to the quote-unquote normal mRNA vaccines, like the ones from Pfizer and Moderna. Here's how the normal mRNA vaccines work. Whether it's Pfizer or Moderna, this is the basic outline. You have a strand of modified mRNA, which contains in it a sequence for making the spike protein of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. That's the part in red. And the strand of RNA is protected by a layer of lipid nanoparticles, which dissolves in the process of getting the RNA strand into the body's cells. Then once the RNA strand is delivered into the human cell, the cell's machinery takes it. It manufactures the spike protein that's encoded in the RNA, and that spike protein then leads ultimately to the immune response. Now, of course, that's an extremely simplified version of how that process works, but that is generally how it works. That is how the typical mRNA vaccines that have been on the market for the past three years now, that's how they operate. However, these new self-amplifying mRNA vaccines, they take this process to another level by integrating the genes that are needed to replicate the RNA. Here's how that looks. The self-amplifying RNA vaccine contains two separate genes. First, there's the gene for the spike protein, that's the part in red, but then also, secondly, it contains the gene for a protein called replicase, which is what allows the RNA to self-replicate. That's the part in yellow. And so the way it works is that once this vaccine enters the human cell, the gene that's marked in yellow gets encoded by the body's cell into the protein called replicase. The protein shit. then allows for the vaccine's pluses, RNA to be copied. Pluses. Okay. All right. So what they just did here, by doing this with these amplified genes and these self-replicating genes, what the problem was before, and I've heard this before, 
we didn't produce enough spike proteins. We, 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 we your body you kept having to have boosters. Your body doesn't naturally produce these spike proteins. Spike proteins are very rare in Mother Earth. They are so rare that they're actually considered one of the dead giveaways that man is fucked with something. It's toxic. It's normally, yes. You're very right. So when you see this and they give it replicates, Replicase allows it basically to asexually replicate. Keep going. And it will keep continually. It won't. The problem is, is replicase. There's nothing that destroys replicase in the human body. So not only is replicase going to attach to these genes, this is going to attach to parasites. This is going to attach to any other organism in the human body. And it will self-replicate that organism over and over again until it overloads your system and kills you. Yeah, I think you're seeing turbo cancers now. Oh, just wait, because they're oh, about to become uber, shit. uber turbo. Mm -hmm. Over and over and over again. And as you can see, using this self-amplifying method, the end effect is that the cell now has significantly more of this RNA inside of it. This then leads to significantly more production of the spike protein, and then subsequently, in theory, more antibodies. In summary, here is how an article over in Nature magazine described the difference between the conventional mRNA vaccine and this new SA mRNA vaccine. Quote, conventional mRNA-based COVID shots consist mainly of the genetic instructions for a viral protein that are surrounded by regulatory sequences. A cell's machinery produces the protein for as long as these instructions persist, and that protein, known as an antigen, stimulates an immune response. By contrast, SARNA jabs go a step further by integrating the genes needed for the replication and synthesis of the antigen encoding RNA, effectively establishing a biological printing press for fabricating the vaccine inside cells. Now, in terms of the supposed benefits of using this new self-amplification technology, the researchers who developed it, they say that the main benefit is the fact that because the RNA portion of the vaccine copies itself over and over and over again, well, you don't need to inject as much RNA into a person's arm. And therefore, at least in theory, there should be fewer side effects. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's just that. No. It just sounds, doesn't it sound bad? Like, like, doesn't it just sound like, wait a minute. If you can't stop it. So, all right. I'll break it down like a four-year-old. It would be like being a firefighter, right? And when you fight fire, it's not a big deal. You normally put the cold stuff on the hot stuff and it goes away. However, if you put the cold stuff on magnesium, it makes the fire three times worse. That's exactly what you're doing, except you're doing it over and over again like you didn't learn the first time. Like in old Chevy pickups, the transfer cases are made out of magnesium. So you don't go spraying water underneath the fucking truck by accident. Because when that magnesium is on fire and you hit that bitch with water, all you do is piss it off and make it worse. All right. It'll literally burn holes in the concrete. Enough to uh, let's let's go back to let's have some fun again before we do tribute. Okay. Humor. Humor. This uh these were the best memes of 2023.
supposedly. Some of the best anyway. Well, we'll be the judge of that. Okay. Because we know who judges go. these things. There's a burglar in our house, Europeans. Please don't hurt me, Americans. Oh, look at the time. It's Glock o'clock. <laughs> that one's not bad. <laughs> I wish I had an Alu Glock bar. Let's see. Button. Our homeschoolers only do two hours a day of schoolwork. The rest of the time, it's caring for animals, gardening, play, etc. They're testing well above grade. Makes you wonder what they're doing in public schools all day. Doesn't it, though? Huh. That was a meme? Apparently. See, that, that's not a meme. That's, I know. I got you. It's just not a meme. What's the dumbest thing you've spent tons of money on? <laughs> Taxes. Taxes. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I, I give you that one. That was a good one. Let's see. Is freedom more important than safety? Yes. Yes. Yep. Sure is. I thought you were going to be doing memes I disagreed with. All right. You have to pay taxes. So when they protect you <laughs> from what they'll do to you if you don't pay taxes, that's how the mafia works. Well, yeah. All right. Checking your pockets before the laundry. Normal people change. Me. <laughs> yes, that's me. Brass. I'm amosexual. Uh, yes. Oh, oh, that's all sorts of different brass. That's nine millimeter, five, five, six. Canadian oh. hospitals aren't even hiding it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of scientists agree with those that fund them. <sighs> Let's see. People living paycheck to paycheck. Landlords living month to month. Banks and corporations living bailout to bailout. U.S. government living war to war. <laughs> So true. I am so glad that I don't have to actually hunt. I have no clue where gluten-free tacos <laughs> live. <sighs> oh, and then other people put their memes in here too. And it was great. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, some of your, here we go. Oh, no, I don't want your Amazon bullshit. Don't call me an anti-vaxxer. The name is Mrs. Doubt Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Okay. Now say that everyone is jealous of your success. Everybody outside of the state is bitching about the success. They're just jealous of our success. <laughs> That's California. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> when somebody asks me why I don't trust the government. Hmm. MK Ultra, Operation Northwoods, Operation Paperclip, Operation Fast and Furious, Operation Mockingbird, Tuskegee Experiments, Waco, Ruby Ridge, JFK, NSA Spying, Building 7, Gulf of Tonkin, Chicago Black Sites, Flint Water Crisis, Iran-Contra, Gary Webb, NDAA, Patriot Act, Bilderberg Group, Bohemian Grove, Abu Ghraib, and Guantanamo Bay. Abu Ghraib. Whatever. Oh. Hmm. I'm sick and tired of being blamed for the things <laughs> I do. <laughs> No, I did. I did. Yeah, well, same difference. Me in the morning. I think I'll post normally on social media today. My first post five minutes later. They own the banks. They own the media. They own Hollywood. They own it all. That is normal social media posting. For you. I mean, kind of. Moda. For the Moda. Santa Claus. You'll own nothing and be happy. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. People are canceling their Disney Plus subscription support of Musk. Here's what happened. Huh. Go fuck yourself. <sighs> oh, okay. X and, and, and threads. Oh, is that what that is? Uh-huh. 
thank you, student loans, for helping me get through college. I don't think I can ever repay you. <laughs> Shaggy. <laughs> Shaggy. That's a good one. I love That's it. funny. Whoever thinks the government can be overthrown in militia doesn't know how tanks and jet fighters work. But she claimed the government was almost overthrown on January 6th by unarmed people merely walking into a building. Um, I wonder why the media shows the invasion and murders in Israel, but it doesn't show the invasion and murders in America. Or the invasion and murders. Well, no, they show it in they showed it in Ukraine too. Uh huh. But not in America. Yeah. I oh. thought it looked familiar. Plagiarizing, Plagiarizing again. again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is a Hitler. Come on. No one is going to give you the education you need to overthrow them. That's why they don't teach the con the text of the Declaration of Independence in public school. Yeah, because if you knew what it said, you would be pissed. Logic dictates. Dick. Logic dictates. dictates. <laughs> You're, how's my dictate? Yes, how's exactly. my dictate, baby? <laughs> if gun owners were as violent as anti-gun advocates claim they are, there would be no anti-gun advocates. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, Spock. Two oh. points on that one, bro. I'll give you the four, though. I'll give you four points. Look, on that it's one. the super mega Delta Plus Pro Deluxe strain. See, See nobody, nobody cares. cares. <laughs> Definition of a socialist, everyone, someone who wants everything you have, except your job. <laughs> oh, what Democrats promise their cities will look like, what they actually look like. All right. Are we done with these now? Because um, these are getting stupid. Well, I mean, we're getting close to tribute. So meme of the day. Watch how easily it absorbs your money. Yeah. Ukraine. <sighs> Ukraine. Uh, I am more concerned about my children's future in this country than I am about whether or not I hurt your feelings by speaking out against the evil taking over. Okay. These are getting stupid now. You know, can we go ahead and end this? If you need 30 rounds, you suck to hunt. You suck at hunting. If you need a disarmed society to govern, you suck at governing. Agreed. These are old. All right, fine. I'm trying to tell you that done. Whatever. What's going on Donegal? Hmm? There's something trending in Donegal. I just saw it. I don't know. I closed it. All right. Well, good for you. Okay. Well, here you go. You can go to France. Though. Here's That's what's funny. going on in France. This is funny as because fuck they're right now. They're telling people to fuck off. They really are. And uh, they're they're doing it with a lot of shit. Here's the French farmers because they're basically getting put out of business by regulations and taxation, the same way ours are. And here was their response. This is the French. Well, this is hay, but. They, yeah, yeah, they do manure and or hay. It's fun. Seriously, I, I could watch them throw shit on government buildings all day. Yes. I, I mean, because why not? Why not? Exactly. That's exactly where you at, farmers. Let's throw some shit on a capital. They'll charge you with an insurrection. <laughs> It'll just be an insurrection, though. Don't worry about it. This time they won't. But maybe someone will get an erection. <laughs> maybe.
I mean, you never know. There's always possibilities to erections. All right. Well, here's what's going on with our farmers. Mm. Yeah, we have perfect, just enough time to play this. Yep. Okay, here you go. Along with China's land grabs, Microsoft founder Bill Gates is the largest private owner of American farmland. Gates alone holds over 275,000 acres across 19 states. Our next guest is a Virginia farmer who lives near one of Gates's data centers. National Black Farmers Association President John Boyd Jr. joins us now. John, so great to have you on. So I'm sure you put a lot of thought into this. Why yes. do you think Bill Gates is buying up all this land? Well, one, one is greed and uh, it's running America's family farm is off, off family land. Basically, we can't buy the land uh, once Bill Gates moves into the area. For mm -hmm. example, his, uh, his, his data son is right next door here. And since he's located in uh, Fortune, Virginia, land prices have went through the roof, $15,000, $20,000 acre. What farmer do you know that can pay that kind of money per acre, right. uh, you know, off, off anything that we can grow on the farm? He doesn't do anything when he comes into these areas to support community-based organizations or invest back into these communities. Uh, that's what's that's what's hurting America right now. Yeah. And what he's trying to do now in the food industry is the same thing uh, that they've done with uh, seeds. You know, when they when they put genetically modified seeds in, and, and now he wants to to do that with uh, uh, beef. But you know, America's farmers are proud farmers, and I'm asking Americans not to support fake meat, but to support farmers out here who grow uh, beef like I do, and, and poultry and and, and pork. Support America's farmers and not support Bill Gates and this mega, mega uh, theory and, and mindset that he has. Yeah. It's really called greed. Yeah. No. And, and, and by the way, it's not just Bill Gates. The Chinese um, also oh, gobbling absolutely. up a lot of American farmland. You talked about pork. Um, the Chinese yes. own uh, the biggest pork processing yes. plant. Brazil does, too. But China, I think, owns, uh, owns multiple of them. Um, it, it's not good for our our economy and it's not good for the small farmer. You know, I, I just it's I'm not. thinking about all of these these problems, right? They're trying to push synthetic meat on us. They're they're they're, yes. they're messing with the seeds, as you talk about, with these genetically modified seeds. And it doesn't appear that Congress or government is doing enough to stop China from from buying the land, to stop Bill Gates from doing these things. So what should the people who are watching the show right now, how what should be their response? Should they be buying up land? Should they be learning to farm so that they can secure, you know, their own food supply for their own families? Absolutely. And I just visited uh, 39 townships around the country uh, urging uh, uh, small family farmers to start growing small plots of food in their backyard, mm. uh, raise healthy foods that they know uh, that are safe to consume. Uh, and if you know, if you grow it, and it tastes different from the, yes. the food that you buy in the supermarket. It's fresh, it's good, it's wholesome. Those are the things that we're going to have to do. And if you can afford a new Mercedes Benz or a Cadillac or SUV, you can afford five acres in the country, people. So start investing in rural America. Start supporting small family farmers around there. Guess what? They can start buying beef from a small-scale farmer. Yes. You know, I've mm -hmm. raised 150 head of beef cattle here, and I can tell you right now, there's nothing fake about it, and I'm proud of the product that leaves Boyd Farm. And, and all of our farmers right here in America feel the same way. And yeah. we see and right now we're getting bullied by uh, China and, and people like Bill Gates who are coming in to our area. And, and now you spoke about China. 
they come into these auctions and they have someone bidding for them. And they, and again, they are buying these farms at, at auctions, running the prices through the roof yeah. with no oversight from this administration. No, And there's no. been no oversight or, or I've, I've requested meetings time and time again on your show uh, to meet with the president and, and, and talk about these very, very important issues. And our requests have fell upon deaf ears. So yeah. far, there hasn't been a meeting or anything like that. But we're looking differently to, to hear from uh, other candidates who want to yeah. reach out to us to see if they want our support. I think this is one of the most important issues facing America. I'm really glad you're drawing attention to it. It's also a health issue. Um, it doesn't just taste better, John. Um, it's better for you to eat natural um, and not all this synthetic stuff that Bill Gates and, and wants to put down, or even from these giant farm, um, giant processing plants. Um, you're right. I, right. I buy my pork. It might be from a local farmer near me. That's the way to do it. Um, that's the safest, healthiest way. Um, John, thank you for, for, for coming, for bringing attention to this, but also reminding people it just takes a few acres um, and you can have your own food supply. Uh, yes. Thanks so much. Thank you. Support America's farmers. Thank you very much for having me. Amen to that. Not even. You don't even need a few acres. You need a couple cubic feet. Seriously, but, 20, 20 feet by 20 feet. Get rid of your lawn. And I know you you hate this. I know you hate it. Do you really need your lawn? Do you I, I really need a great big I, I don't, green expanse of non-producing land? I, I don't hate it if what you put in its place is well manicured. <laughs> <laughs> However, what I will say is this. That guy, I looked him up. I saw this clip earlier. I looked him up because I it's wanted. From, it's actually like a month old. So. I wanted to know, like, which presidency was he talking about? He reached out to Trump's presidency, too. They mm -hmm. didn't get back to him. No. That's why he said what he said. I've reached out to your organization to try and get in touch with the president. And I've never gotten a chance to talk to him. So, I, again, I, I know he's better than Biden. Mm -hmm. But is it what we really want as a country? I mean, we don't really have a choice. But is that the right answer either? We really don't. Yeah, we have a choice. We're back to voting I'm, for the lesser of two I, evils. I'm sorry. No, we have a vote. choice. Mm -hmm. We have a choice because the other choice is we stand up and say, fuck you, watch this, hold my beer. And we take it back and we get everything we want. Leave us the fuck alone. We will stand up and defend ourselves when it's needed. Fuck you. Find out. Fuck around and find out. You want to get hot? Of course I do. Okay. Who doesn't? So if you know what time it is, fuckers, which you all do. And uh, you, it's the Christmas party. So if you're going to do a line, do a line. If you're going to no, smoke a bowl, smoke That's a bowl. Um, but we're going to smoke a bowl. So get ready and um, light it up. If you got it, smoke it down. Waiting on you, babe. Mm -hmm. Two years. It's from the ball. Get some. It's that time. Okay, I'll be a sporting guest tonight. Not wait till like the end of the closeout yeah. song and be like, oh fuck, I forgot to release the scratch. Yeah. 
fuck? I don't know. What is this shit? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That went weird. Bag button. Could have. The point of that. What's the fun in that? Let's go the other way. It's all, it's all that long as we take hits from the ball. Scratch out, fuckers. Merry Tomorrow Christmas. is the 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party. Uh, yes, actually, it would be. Exactly. Look at that. Maybe you should go out and throw some tea in the water. You know when the power's out because at ten o'clock the power drops tonight. So I love you, Mary Jane. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a good idea. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. It's coming up. It's not here yet. We still got uh, four days. Our anniversary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, today's the anniversary of our show. Oh, it is. Yes, that's right. Yes, today is three years to the day that we started broadcasting. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yep, that's right. Look, they remembered and we didn't. Even though I just, I think I said it yesterday. Yeah, we're doing a Christmas party, so we are doing a Christmas party. It's our, it's our podcasting anniversary. There you go. Podcasterversary. <laughs> And I upgraded our pod bean today so I could fucking post again. Good. So. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah, well. True, we gotta, gotta get it out there. You know, it is what it is. Once I get us caught up, then um, I'll start releasing the video versions on Apple and Podbean. So, by the first of the year. You release video versions on yeah. Apple. Yeah. Really, yeah. Apple takes video versions yeah. now. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah, I watched uh, Sarah Westall the other day on Business Game Changers. No shit. Yeah, start doing that. Do you guys know that that um, now no now you can watch video versions if they upload a video version of the show, you can watch that directly on Apple instead of uh, just listening to the audio. It's still not live though. It's not live. It's uploaded. No. Yeah, it's uploaded. Yeah, exactly. However, just don't do it while you're driving. Like that's when I listen to podcasts is while I'm driving. So, but you have the option. It's like Spotify where you can. Why you know, I listen to all podcasts while I'm driving, and all podcasts are either on Rumble or on Pilt. Don't watch the phone, the video while well, yeah, you're supposed you to be driving. A- that's you the have point. the screen minimized in the corner. You know. God, that's what I do. That's what all responsible drivers do. They have it minimized and their maps up and it's showing them the directions to their next appointment and all that other bullshit. Come on. All right. Anyway. <coughs> Didn't you want to do something different? Hmm. Then what? It's a Christmas party, baby. Yeah. It can't be boring. You've been boring. Um, well, here's not boring. And I I refuse to play the video of this. But apparently a Democratic Senate 
staffer, a law clerk, got busted making a gay sex film in a Senate meeting room. Why? Why didn't you play it? We should. You. I'm sorry. We don't play porn on here. Oh, well, that's true. We'll get in trouble for that. We'll play this at the end of the show. We'll, oh, we'll okay. go late. Yeah, oh, okay. we'll go late. We'll right. play it at the All end right. of the show. I thought you were going to do it now. No, no, I'm no, sorry. no, no. I was trying to. No, we'll bring wait. it up. All right. Well, we'll wait. Then just because we still have news to cover. All so right. we are going to run the, the show long, though. We'll play a movie um, at the, the end of the normal show. And I'll go make dinner then. And we can see if, uh, you know, the power goes out. Who knows? Fuck it. We'll stick Fuck around it. for it. We'll see. But here we go. Um, How dare they do that on our anniversary of podcasts? No shit, Fuck right? That. It's like we planned it or something like that. No. <laughs> no. Never know. Plus, Q is not going to be the one to bring us that warning. Oh, okay. So. All right. Good to know. The same thing for uh, the agricultural sector. You know, B, can you, and now I, I see two very amazing approaches by improving the cow breeding and giving them some other inputs, we can reduce their methane emissions. And this new prioritization of the methane work, uh, I applaud that because in terms of the near-term temperature increase, methane plays a, a very big role. Wait, wait, say that again? Play that again because he said a lot of shit there. And... The same thing for uh, the agricultural sector. You know, beef, can you, and now I, I see two very amazing approaches by improving the cow breeding and giving them some other inputs, we can reduce their methane emissions. And this new prioritization of the methane work, uh, I applaud that because in terms of the near-term temperature increase, methane plays a, a very big role. Really quick, folks. Um, what if methane? Okay, like I, I bring us. Could okay. you bring us up and stop doing whatever you're doing? I'm please. reading the chat. So, what if? So, as it, to breed the methane out of cows. Think about this really quick. As a distiller, one of the things that is produced during the heating process of mash is essentially methanol. No more booze for you. Um, a, a portion of what is cooked off is what's called methanol. It's not much. It's like 4%. But it does get cooked off in the mash process. It helps to add to the content of your alcohol. So after your alcohol goes to the worm... And back out the other end, it starts to drip. As it's cooled, condensed, becomes a liquid. It has a fraction of methanol in there. So I got a question. If you are going to breed out methane from cows, how are plants supposed to produce it? Um, I seriously, they only get it from one place. 
they get it from either when a cow farts on them or a cow takes a shit near them. So, I mean, I'm sure it's produced in nature somewhere naturally as well from the ground or some shit, but not all plants are right by that. So I ask the next natural question. If these cows no, no longer have methane in them, what are they producing? What are they farting? You can't. I, I mean, methane's pretty flammable to begin <laughs> with. You all try to light your farts on fire. Everybody does it. Yeah. But what are they trying to produce from a cow that doesn't fart methane? That would be weird because you have to change your whole stomach lining, your whole stomach acid. Everything changes. Because that's where we get methane from is the byproduct from bile. Um, they're just, they're incredibly, they're just retarded. They're incredible. They're, they're just, they're beyond just, retarded. This is, they're fucking with the whole shit thing is ridiculous. that they, they shouldn't, shouldn't fuck with. They shouldn't touch. Period. It's like Israel. We shouldn't touch it. Leave it alone. Mm -hmm. This is something we shouldn't touch. Let cows fart. They've been doing it for years. Well before we were alive. Let them do their thing. Yeah. God, yeah, dang. think about what it does to milk. That's a great point. Who knows? <clears throat> oh, fermentation process. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Oh, but they don't think about things. They don't think about the consequence. Or they do, and they, they do don't it on care. purpose. Or they don't care. Yeah. So that's my I, I that's my thought. I I I just think they don't care. They don't care. I, I think they know and they just don't give a shit anymore because they're so down this road. They have to keep propagating the furthest left comment they can make. Sparky said the cow should act like women and let the fart out slow over two hours as she sits down. We only do that in church, Sparky. Just saying. How do you do that? I can't even do that in church. You've heard me in church. I have heard you in you church. You were like, holy shit, babe. I think everybody heard you. I mean, you were literally in the back of the church ushering and I was in the front and I could hear you. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, shit. Sorry. It's just, it's a, it's like. I can't control it. Sorry. Hey, you know. You got you, a tight balloon knot. You know when, <laughs> you, you know when you, uh, when you're letting air out of a balloon, right? And you just. You just let a little bit, you just open it up just a little bit. Just yeah, a little but bit. It normally it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true sometimes. <laughs> I mean, oh. it begs like a whale. It's like. <laughs> I don't know. I think we might have gotten methane poisoning yesterday from Seamus. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Oh my God. He cropped us. Seamus like. Shit I, I was in the room with Seamus and he farted and it smelled so instantly bad. And I was like, Oh fuck that. And I went, <laughs> I went outside. Right. And I put the birds up and I came back in and Seamus had left the room because it stunk so bad and you could still smell it. It was like 20 minutes later. You could still smell it. I was like, Oh, the, she's like, the paint is seriously <laughs> peeling off the walls right now. Are you kidding me? It. She came out going, I can taste it. So bad, so bad. Anyway, I was like, I have so dick gross. and fart jokes. That's it. I, I laugh hysterically. I'm Terrible. done. Done at dick and fart jokes. All 
ladies, you do <sighs> understand that really all men never mature past the age of like 12. 12. When they're whatever yep. their balls drop, whatever yep. age they are when their balls drop, that's the age mentally that they are stuck at for the rest of their lives until you kill them. Okay? Understand that. Don't or don't. Or don't, especially. Or don't understand that. Or don't understand that. Better yet, don't. Let's oh. just take it that route. Seamus's farts must be like a weather system. Okay, <laughs> y'all. All right, hold on. So I, I just asked Mick. I was like, "What day did we do uh, the PCP podcast?" When I was making dog food, that was Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. I cooked um, five pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken lizards, a pound of gizzards and hearts um four cups of carrots um four cups of green beans four cups of peas 18 eggs and um two cups of rice and turkey broth okay that's just the topping right filled up the entire bowl all the way to the top i'm big the biggest pot i had all the way to the top and then separately i made them a sweet potato bread. So I like baked the sweet potatoes and pureed them and then put in three eggs, five cups of flour, five cups of, or two cups of vitamins, um, some baking soda, some baking powder, you know, threw it in the oven, baked it again. And then I crumbled it down and then I cooked eight cups of rice and I mixed that together, brown rice. Okay. All of that food, all of that food filled four, gallon size Ziploc bags. So two for each. They'll be out tomorrow. I have to make more food tomorrow. It, it literally lasted three and a half days. Seamus eats yeah, four days. 15 cups of food a day. Yeah. Well, he's, and he's still skinny. And he is still, I mean, you could feel his ribs right now. So yeah. I'm trying to bulk him up. Yeah. It doesn't help that he walks away from his food and Annie goes over and eats it because she's a we fucking fat ass. Protein powder. That's well, there's so he gets so much protein there. Yeah. In that food, he gets yeah, so I much gotcha. protein. I gotcha. He needs more. We could throw some protein powder in there. That would fucking help him out. Trust me. Yeah. He's the same size I am. Or like no, he's, he's not. He's like a hundred pounds more. Well, not maybe. Yeah. He's like 70 pounds he's more. 70, than you. 70 pounds heavier than I am. Yeah. He's still like a hundred pounds more than I am. I'll still take his ass. I know. It'll beat the shit out of you, but I'd take him. Anyway. Fuck him up. Mm. he's a big fucking dog but since we were off kibble entirely and i'm making all their food it's it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot of food so but he eats it all when i gave him kibble and just the topping they didn't eat the kibble honestly would sit there two three days before they got through it yeah. so now they they Tonight was the first night that they didn't finish everything in their bowls. So they gorged themselves for the last couple of days. Yeah. And now they're so settling now out. now you're going to get your settle out. Now yeah. So now know. that much food will probably last like six days. Six days. Yeah. Because it's brand new. You gave it to them and, and they, they just loved ate it. the yeah. shit out of they it. They really did. So uh, they and were they very excited about it. by doing it. But now uh, they left some behind. Yeah, exactly. So, and although I'm sure when we go, when we finish this and go out, they'll have finished what was in their dishes but that's fine they've eaten dinner now anyway uh moving on so um tucker sat down with dave rubin well zoomed with dave rubin 
right? I think this is Dave Rubin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. I don't know. This sure. obviously isn't the whole thing. It's just a clip. But here you go. When I say the deep state, I mean the permanent government, the people that are there long after the people that are yes. elected come and go and come and go. For sure. The deep state won't, will not let Trump become president. That's my own personal belief. Um, yeah. Neocons, of course, are lining up behind Nikki Haley. You see the press coverage, the Associated Press. You see the the, the, the mainstream media, the, the, the military industrial complex wants Nikki Haley. Of course, they want to continue to make a lot of money. Biden is a walking vegetable. Uh, what do you see happening in 2024? What do your political instincts tell you from having covered this your, your whole life? I mean, it's opaque. It's like looking through a shower curtain. You can only see outlines. Um, and I'm not bragging, but one of my few skills is I, you know, I've called most races pretty accurately because they're pretty obvious. The outlines are obvious years in advance. And certainly a year out, they're very obvious. In this case, it seems irresolvable. So you have, you know, basically every power center in the country will do anything to prevent Trump from winning anything. I mean, that's the most important thing to them is to keep Trump from becoming president again. Now, why is that? It's a whole separate and very interesting conversation, but that's just a fact, okay? And these are the same people who are lecturing us about democracy. We're saving democracy. Democracy dies in darkness. Democracy is the most important thing. You heard that creepy defense contractor say what we're really doing is preserving democracy. We're not just like selling weapons. We're preserving democracy, right. it, which was a nauseating clip. And I, and I hope on some level he's punished for that. But um, anyway, so, but then at the same time, you have Trump like is leading leading the race in in every nonpartisan or li all the liberal polls are showing him leading the race, beating Joe Biden in the in the battleground states. So, like, they can't let him win. But if they don't let him win, then it's just super obvious that all this democracy stuff was fraudulent and that it's not a democracy; it's an oligarchy run by the richest people. That Bernie Sanders, back when he was a free man, was telling the truth. And so at that point, like the veil's off. We can't pretend anymore. Like when they killed Kennedy, which they did, um, they could kind of pretend like everything's fine. But after this election, there's no pretending everything's fine. Everyone will know. And it is a little bit like you get kidnapped, you get thrown in the back of the car, and all of a sudden the kidnapper turns around and lowers his mask and you see his face. And that's not a good thing. Because once you see his face, he has to kill you because you know who he is. He can't let you go then, okay? So you sort of want the kidnapper to keep his mask on because the pretense allows him the freedom to let you go in the end, to pretend everything's fine. But they've showed us who they are with such unmistakable clarity that I, I, you know, I do, kind of don't know how we get along after this election unless they decelerate and, and, just, and just do what they should do, which is like, look, we don't like Trump, here's why. We don't think he's good for the country. Here's why. We think Joe Biden's great. Here's why. America, make your choice. But I don't think they are going to do that. They're morally obligated to do that, but they won't. And it's incumbent on them to do that. Stop charging them with bullshit crimes that your own people skate on. Like, that's the truth. Stop that. Just let the election happen. Let's have a free and fair election for the first time in a while since 2016. And if we if they allowed that to happen, I think the country would get better. And then if Trump is a crappy president, okay, we survived it the first time. He's not very radical, actually. He's pretty moderate. We'll be fine. But I don't think, I think they're too hysterical to allow that to happen. And so I'm very, wor very worried about it. Oh, Tucker called him moderate. Thank you for the correction. I knew, I, I when I said it was David Rubin, I knew it was, I was wrong on that. I was thinking about it. Yeah, it's Clayton Morris from uh, Redacted. So, okay. 
thank you for correcting me on that. I appreciate it. Um, cause yeah, Dave Rubin's the gay guy that just bought like a million dollar mansion in California or some shit. So oh, that guy's that's like, anyway, I, I know you think he's gay anyway, too. So anyway. it's okay. Oh, there's a big ding, ding, ding. I mean, it doesn't even stop. It's like, my bad. All you had to do is look at the post, baby. It's just another clip. Listen, yeah. From the same same interview. interview. Are there things that you're scared to cover? You're sitting there saying, wow, yeah. this is like soul yeah. crushing. Like to the point where like it really scares yeah, you there, in your soul. There are two. Yes, there are two. Um, one is the 2020 election. The second thing that bothers me is the UFO story. And uh, you know, the more you dig into that and talk to people with knowledge, with actual knowledge of, there are parts of that story that I do not understand at all that are really, really, really dark. It's so dark that I, you know, haven't told my wife about it. I mean, I, I haven't verified any of this, but this is not just stuff that I read on the internet. I know you all are very, very grounded in that story. So I think I know, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. but there's some stuff there that's just like, man, I, I'm not even sure what that means. There's a spiritual component there that I, I don't fully understand. Um, so yes, that story bothers me. Part of it is the public can't deal with it. It's too far out. The implications are too um, profound. And so, and I understand that because I've heard things where I'm just like, oh man, I, I don't even really want to know that. Oh, yeah, honestly, deeply so. disturbing stuff. You know, forget like saucers you know I mean? and technology. It's yeah, deeply, yeah. No, deeply no, no, disturbing no. stuff that I haven't even told Natalie. I agree with you. It's so disturbing. Exactly. I can't even tell my kids. My kids ask me different stories about it. And I. What's that? The spiritual component of it. Oh, the things that the thing that mm. everyone's going to find out soon. Mm. And they think that people can't handle and they're right. Most of them won't be able to the veiled parts. Remember, all fucked. You're all going to see it. Yep. You're all going to see it firsthand. It's going to be mighty. It's going to be epic. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, hashtag epic. Wasn't that pound me too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, pretty much. Dr. Perestine, yes, he's he's saying that they're they're demons and not aliens. So, yep. I just thrown it out there. Um, if you believe in that shit, um, uh, was that uh, was that old Charlie Chaplin Chaplin uh, skit? he used to do when he finally was able to talk on screen. Um, uh, don't be surprised. I believe is what he used to say. He used to do a little, little skit and he'd go rambling across the screen with the little, his little, uh, little cane and he'd go dancing across the screen. And he'd say, don't be surprised. Um, just don't be surprised. Remember, we don't don't live in fear. We go forward. We don't go backwards. Mm -hmm. We never look backwards, and we will stand still when told. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Come on. Okay.
Do you remember that from last night? What? Do you remember talking about this last night? No. No? No. What did we talk about last night? You and I. You and I. The show, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, Metropolis. Metropolis. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm trying to remember the context completely. No stone will be left unturned. Much like Metropolis. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what about that? So I was told last night, no stone be left unturned, much like Metropolis. Metropolis? What is Metropolis? We went and looked it up. So I went and looked up Metropolis, and I found this. Enjoy this. This is a little conspiracy theory. It's a silent film from 1927. Little conspiracy. Wow. So, Metropolis. And uh, I had the, hold on. Let me go back here. There we go. All right. Metropolis is a 1927 German expression expressionist science fiction silent film directed by Fritz Lang and written by Thea von Harbu in collaboration with Lang from von Harbu's 1925 novel of the same name, which was intentionally written. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Mm -hmm. blow it up so people can read it because they can't read it. That's really small. It's really how I can barely read it. All right. There you go. Um, it, 
you know, whatever. Uh, the silent film is regarded as a pioneering science fiction movie being among the first feature length movies of that genre. Filming took place over 17 months in 1925 to 26 at a cost of more than 5 million Reichmarks, the equivalent of about 21 million pounds or euro. Made in Germany during the Weimar period, Metropolis is set in a futuristic urban dystopia and follows the attempts of Frieder, the wealthy son of the city master, and Maria. Actually, that's a Deutsch, but anyway. Deutschmark, okay. And Maria, a saintly figure to the workers to overcome the vast gulf separating the classes in their city and bring the workers together with Joe Friederson, the city master. The film's message is encompassed in the finer intertitle, the mediator between the head and the hands must be the heart. Um, Let's see. Okay, the plot. In the future, wealthy industrialists and business magnates and their top employees reign over the city of Metropolis from colossal skyscrapers while underground dwelling workers toil to operate the great machines that power it. Joe Friederson is the city's master. His son, Frieder, idles away his time at sports and in pleasure gardens. Uh, But it is interrupted by the arrival of a young woman named Maria, who has brought a group of workers' children to witness the lifestyle of their rich brothers. Maria and the children are ushered away, but Frieder becomes fascinated by her and goes to the lower levels to find her. In the machine halls, he witnesses the explosion of a huge machine that kills and injured numerous workers. Frieder has a hallucination that the machine is a temple of Moloch and the workers are being fed to it. When the hallucination ends, he sees the dead workers being carried away on stretchers and he hurries to tell his father about the accident. Grot, foreman of the heart machine, brings Friederson secret maps found on the dead workers. Friederson fires his assistant, Josephat, for not being the first to bring him details about the explosion of the maps. After seeing his father's cold indifference towards the harsh conditions faced by the workers, Frieder secretly rebels against him by deciding to help the workers. He enlists Josephat's assistance and returns to the machine halls, where he trades places with a worker who has collapsed from exhaustion. Friederson takes the maps to the inventor Rotwang to learn their meeting. Rotwang had been in love with a woman named Hell, who left him to marry Friederson and later died giving birth to Frieder. Rotwang shows Friederson a robot he has built to resurrect Hell. The map shows a network of catacombs beneath Metropolis, and the two men go to investigate. They eavesdrop on a gathering of workers, including Frieder. Maria addresses them, prophesying the arrival of a mediator who can bring the working and ruling classes together. Frieder believes he can fill the role and declares his love for Maria. Friederson orders Rotwang to give Maria's likeness to the robot so that it can discredit her among the workers, but he is unaware that Rotwang plans to use the robot to destroy Metropolis and ruin both Friederson and Frieder. Rotwang kidnaps Maria, transfers her likeness to the robot, then sends the robot to Friederson. Frieder finds the two embracing and, believing it is the real Maria, falls into a prolonged delirium. Intercut with his hallucinations, the false Maria unleashes chaos throughout Metropolis, driving men to murder and stirring dissent among the workers. Frieder recovers and returns to the catacombs, accompanied by Josephat, finding the false Maria urging the workers to rise up and destroy the machines. He accuses her of not being the real Maria. The workers follow the false Maria from their city to the machine halls, leaving their children behind. They destroy the machines, triggering a flood in their city deeper underground. The real Maria, having escaped from Rotwang's house, rescues the children with the help from Frieder and Josephat. Grot berates the celebrating workers for abandoning their children in the flooded city. 
Believing their children to be dead, the hysterical workers capture the false Maria and burn her at the stake. A horrified Frieder watches, not understanding the deception, until the fire reveals her to be a robot. Rotwang becomes delusional, seeing the real Maria as his lost tail, and he chases her to the roof of the cathedral, pursued by Frieder. The two men fight as Friederson and the workers watch from the street, and Rotwang falls to his death. Frieder fulfills his role as mediator by linking the hands of Friederson and Grot to bring them together. Yeah. Um, that was from 1927. AI. I mean, there's the elites and the working class and rising up and I mean the whole thing. Revolution. Revolution. Yeah. Anyway. Precedes the first. I just found that very, very interesting. I'm sure you did. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. And I'm sure all of you did too. Yeah. Tomorrowland is a decedent movie. I agree, Jason. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. The sad thing is we just get lied to every day. So it doesn't matter. Every day. Look, here's some lies for you. I mean, really doesn't matter. Everything is a lie. I mean, pretty much. What we're hearing every day is Joe Biden is now lashing out at staff. Oh, you want to go there? I wasn't there yet. But oh, okay. I thought that's where you were at. No, but I can do that one. Okay, let's do that one because that one's better. Because I I heard about this one this morning. I was like, what? Well, he's under a lot of stress since you know <laughs> Hunter's his getting son's indicted. Son's a crackhead. <laughs> Just saying. Son's a gigantic piece of shit. But you know, he's they're all victims. President Biden reportedly lashing out at his staff over the criminal investigation into his son. Should be an interesting Christmas for the family. Brooke Singman is here with what's going on in the West Wing. Hi, Brooke. Hey, guys, that's right. Political reporting, quote, the 81-year-old president is deeply sensitive about his son and has barked at White House aides who have mused about Hunter Biden as an electoral liability or those who wondered if he should be accompanying the president on the road. Many aides now choose to avoid the subject for fear of triggering the president's temper. And those close to Biden worry Hunter's legal battles could cost him his reelection bid. A close aide telling Politico, quote, you can see it in his eyes and you can see his shoulders slump. He is so worried about Hunter, and we are worried it could consume him. Hunter Biden is facing nine new tax charges in California. Those charges came out of special counsel David Weiss's probe. This while his legal team is trying to dismiss those federal gun charges in Delaware. And now he could even be held in contempt of Congress. Hunter ignored a subpoena to testify at the House Oversight Committee earlier this week. Instead, he held a press conference on Capitol Hill where he called the House impeachment inquiry a baseless while the deposition room stayed completely empty. And Hunter's strategy is apparently causing tension in the White House. Quote, top aides to President Biden originally crafted a plan to largely not respond to attacks and conservative media coverage, but Hunter's team ultimately was not satisfied. Meanwhile, the Biden administration denies the president had any involvement in his family's foreign business deals. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre snapping at reporters yesterday. Watch this. You can ask me about engagement and what the president has done with his family in conversation, but there's no evidence. There's wait, wait, but there's no evidence. There is no evidence that the president has done wrongdoing. There's none. Absolutely none. But some lawmakers say the president can't jump in to save his son this time.
Do you have any concerns about any of Joe Biden's actions to help his son? Well, I'm at basically, here's the rule of law pertains to all of us. Okay? No one's above the law. President uh, Biden's not above the law. President Trump's not above the law. His children, whether it be Biden or anybody else, let it go through the process. I believe in the judicial system we have. I defend it and I support it. Yeah, guys, so it has become increasingly hard for the White House to defend Hunter. He faces an ongoing criminal investigation and a wave of legal issues. So we'll see what happens he there. He certainly does. Brooke Sangman live for us in studio. Brooke, thank you so much. Let's bring in Fox News contributor, columnist for The Messenger, Joe Concha. Joe, good morning to you. So you just heard Brooke mention that it's becoming increasingly hard for the White House to defend Hunter Biden. Joe Biden as well, for that matter. Take a listen to this moment on CNN, where a host read a long list of evidence linking Joe Biden to the Biden family business. He did so to, while interviewing White House spokesman Ian Sam. Watch this. Speaker Mike Johnson in a USA Today opinion piece laid out what he said were the accusations that they are currently pursuing. They include from 2014 to 2019, Biden family members and affiliates have more than $15 million from foreign entities. Payments to President Biden from Hunter Biden's business account. Do you dispute all of those just outright? Not only do I dispute those outright, they've been debunked time and time again. They're just making up lies to attack the president in a relentless smear campaign that frankly has been going on for four straight years now. Do you dispute all of those just outright is the quote that is catching some people's attention. And then also you hear Ian Sams say that all of this is a lie. And I am wondering where the White House is getting that from, where this evidence in writing or from congressional testimony is a lie. If you looked up, Carly, the definition of insecure and or defensive in the dictionary, to your point, uh, Ian Sams's photo should be sitting next to both. I mean, here you have a CNN host, Phil Mattingly, refreshingly pressing Sams on the clear lie his boss, Joe Biden, has been caught in after Joe said to Peter Ducey and multiple times that he never talked to his son about his business dealings. And Sams, there he is on national television, still insisting that it never happened. And the the fact is, and these are facts, that not only did Joe Biden talk to his son about his dealings, he also talked to his son's business associates on at least 22 occasions by phone and at dinners in Georgetown while he was vice president. This is indisputable because Hunter Biden's primary business partner, Devin Archer, literally testified that it happened. So this is an opinion. This isn't lies being spread by Republicans. This is what Hunter's business partners have said happened. And again, the questions remain the same. What service did Hunter Biden provide to all these energy companies in places from China, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Russia, to be compensated in the manner he was to the tune of millions? Why were all these shell companies created to funnel money back to multiple members of the Biden family? What were they being paid for and why? And if Hunter's last name isn't Biden and he didn't have access to a sitting vice president, his father, does he ever get hired? Is he even paid one dime? There are still many more questions and answers right now. Carly and Todd, and this is what this inquiry is all about, to get to the... All right, now I'm done with them. Um, remember, folks, the Antichrist will take many forms. There'll be more than one. And there will be more than one. Mm -hmm. And that's not the same thing as the beast. Listen, <clears throat> the Antichrist, when he shows his head, one more time, remember when I was screaming the other day, they're trying to make you believe something that just isn't real. That's a form of the Antichrist. That's what the Antichrist does. He tries to make you 
believe something that just isn't real. How else do you explain the devil? What is the devil? Remember, the devil's greatest gift is what? Having mankind believe that he's not real. That's his greatest gift. Because so many people want to believe that the devil's not real, but they want to believe that God is real. Look, folks, you can't look at it that way. This is a black and white issue. There's a God and there is a devil. You got good guys and you got bad guys on any plane of existence, whether here or there or in the afterlife or somewhere else on that plane of existence, you have good and evil. The point is, is that you can't have a positive without a negative. You can't have a negative without a positive. Ask a fucking electrician. You can't know true joy unless you've experienced real sorrow. Or true pain. Mm -hmm. So this is when I look at this, you can say a hundred billion different things to what they just said, but, and I wanted to stop it and I wanted to say no, no, but she was right. I had to let it go because you needed to hear what they were talking about. They're no longer talking about left and right in the conceptualization of politics. They're now talking about it more in religion. Almost everybody is bringing a spiritual aspect into this, into these days. If you hadn't noticed more and more people, every talk show out there. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are saying they think Obama is an antichrist and I can't disagree. I don't disagree. So, um, this is great. This is going viral right now. Um, judge Joe Brown, dude, he's awesome. He is awesome. Dude, he's he's one of the classic ones that took off over the Judge Judy spot on mm-hmm. uh, TV after she retired. Did she retire? I think she's still on. Is she? I, I don't, don't know. I don't, I don't think she is. Maybe it's just reruns, but you never yeah. know. Yeah. Which man, why are you attacking somebody black? I said black people didn't put this up. They didn't have anything to do with this. Well, I heard I them planning. The Obama administration did. Well, that's it. Obama, what did he do for the black race? Nothing. Question you might ask, who's the richest man to ever be U.S. president? Um, It's not Trump. It's Barack Obama. You know how? His adopted father, Lolo Sotoro, was one of the 10, 15 richest men on earth. And when he died, he left a trust fund in Indonesia with three equal beneficiaries. Barack Obama, then known as Barry Sotoro because he was adopted, and his two siblings. So he has a whole false claim about what his background is. But when he got in the White House, he'd been working for a law firm that represented his daddy. He got lauded by Goldman Sachs, who financed most of his daddy's uh, American investments. He protected British Petroleum when they had to blow out in the Gulf because guess what? His trust fund had heavy investments in BP. So we get through this whole mantra and even uh, affordable care. 
Obamacare. You know who drafted it? Senior Tennessee Republican Senator Dr. Bill Frist when he was Republican Senate Majority Leader. Why? His family founded Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and most of the HMOs. His family's making a killing. So he retired from the Senate in 2010 when the Obama administration got passed his drafted act from 2003. See, his game. And I don't have any problem with Trump either. I'm looking at lowest black unemployment rate since Lyndon Baines Johnson, more money to historically black colleges and universities at any time since Lyndon Baines Johnson. I mean, more Americans back to work. You know, like, what did you get for the last three? Oh, oh, and then this. You know that joke that they do about George W. Bush uh, feeding uh, Michelle candy? The inside thing on that is it's the same candy he fed her husband when he was six, seven years old. See, the Sotoros and the Bushes go back 40-some years. So, uh, whoa, time out, time out. You just added fuel to a fire that I started four days ago. You just added fuel to a fire, no, well, three days ago. You just added fuel to a fire that um, is going to burn out of control now. Tell me that this wasn't planned. I, I'm going to sit back, going to hold my beer, pretend, wrong. pretend underneath me right now, right here, right here in this little general area. There's a sign that said, all of this has been planned since day one. Uh, this has been planned Prove since me wrong. prior to World War One, And I'm going to drink my beer. Prove me wrong. Since they killed my great-great-uncle. You know, the Maria in that video that you were playing mm -hmm. is probably in reckon of Maria Orsic. Mm -hmm. You know that, right? The Maria in, oh yeah. In, in the 20, silent 1927. movie. Yeah. yeah, no, I know. Now that's probably yeah. directly to her. No, I know. Okay. I'm just wondering if you yeah. were aware. Yeah, yeah. Because no, she's the only one that would let them know about any of that Correct. shit. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Throwing that out there. Yeah, no, I know. That's an interesting video. It really is. <laughs> anyway. Next. As we're moving along mm -hmm. in the news. Get rid of shit. Shit, we probably should have played like two nights ago, but no, we still I, have Honestly, it. I let all that, if, if we haven't played it over the last couple nights, I just let it go. This is all new. This is all from today. Okay, this, this is, is from, all today. from today. Oh, okay. It never stops. It doesn't. I, I see a good and decent man in Joe Biden who united the country, and it, all the evidence has shown that he loved his son. Uh, his son was on hard times, and he bought his son a truck, and his son paid him back. He loaned his brother money and his brother paid him back. Joe Biden is just a, a decent American who uh, fought MAGAism and is seeing them use this against him. And as I said, in this sick and perverse way. I Pause that. Wait, now, now MAGAism? Stop, stop. That. If folks bring us up. MAGAism? Stop. If, if, if you were wondering what a sheep is looks like if Bad. you were wondering what a sheep is if you're looking for a definition of a sheep bring him up this 
is a sheep. You just heard what he said. Let me bring you back and let me just rewind this. Play this again. This is a sheep. I have to. Yeah. I I see a good and decent man in Joe Biden who united the country and all the evidence has shown that he loved his son. I'm sorry. When did Joe Biden unite the country? Just saying. Um, uh, his son was on hard times and he bought his son a truck and his son paid him back. He loaned his brother money and his brother paid him back. Joe Biden is just a, a decent American who uh, fought MAGAism and is seeing them use this against him. And as I said, in this sick and perverse way. It- fought MAGAism. He is a sheep. That is a sheep. And MAGAism really magaism is that because is that our next well no because it's it's racism okay yeah ism it it adds the ism to it now we're so now, now we're, we're in magaism now we're in ism i'm just waiting for us to become igas <laughs> magas <laughs> i don't even know how to pronounce it that's it because once we get that we're in with everybody it's all done at that point we're good we're good across the board y'all motherfuckers know what i'm talking about i'm not even gonna go there because there's so many things that could come out of my mouth right now that would probably get us kicked off of every channel ever even the ones that supposedly don't censor (laughs) i'm just saying I'm just saying. Right, well, that, and that matters, right? It matters that we're not in. No, wait, wait. It matters. It ma- let's not forget what has been happening almost two years now, right? Putin, right? Putin's war in, in right, but that has caused inflation. That has caused prices to go up, right? And so the president t- took action to make sure gas prices went down, which they have. Right. And we we're coming out of this pandemic. So all of those things have been uh, have been part of the where inflation is. But we're coming out of this pandemic. No, no, stop. Stop. Look, you stupid black leprechaun. (laughs) I'm dead serious. Bring us up. You fucking retard. How long are we going to are we going to be coming out of this pandemic? We have literally been coming out of this pandemic for three fucking years. Three fucking years. Her her brooch is a dancer. Is it? It's a, oh, oh, is it one of the gay it's, dancers it's that went dancing through the fucking oh, White House? You know what? I bet it is. Do you? I do. I, I bet it is. And we're, um, we're oh, gonna, they were completely a racist. We're gonna group. skip forward. We're not gonna watch this video again because I think I would probably throw up. However. This is Jill Biden. This is from Dr. Jill Biden, the wife of the president of the United States from her official Twitter account. Uh, This is the debut of the White House Christmas decor and celebration. No, no, let it Hold on to your hats, folks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop. Let it it yesterday. Oh, my God. Let it go. No, no. Turn it down to like way there. No, let it go because there might be somebody new who didn't see it. Yes, well, good. Then save them from this 
awfulness. It is awful, but I want them to see the devilish Hunger Games yes. in the White House. Exactly what it does. I don't know if you all saw that, but no, this is the Hunger Games. In the flower. Yeah, they can't hear us because you still haven't turned it. Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. They put the white guy in a flower hat. I'm just saying. They, they put a they black guy in a trees. white hat. No, nah, I'm pretty sure Melania had. Can, can we skip forward? Yeah, skip. Fine, skip. Fucking do it. I don't give a shit. But I don't know where he kicks back in. So 87 hours. We just clipped it for you. All right. You might be watching that going, Dave, don't be outraged about this. Why are you trying to make me outraged about some silly little White House thing? Okay. Maybe there was a drag queen in there or whatever. Tap dancing's not so terrible. And you'd be right. Except, of course, what did we find out this morning? This is from End Wokeness. Breaking. The group behind the viral Biden Christmas video is a radical anti-white group called Dorrance Dance. On the group website, they call for defunding the police, abolishing prisons, and even, quote, Marxist terrorist Angela Davis. The site has an entire section dedicated to anti-white literature. So regardless of whether you think it's tacky to have them tap dancing and the guy dressed as a woman and all the sort of over-the-top ridiculousness and that's kind of what's filled up everything these days culturally um maybe they could have found another group that tap dances that aren't so in line with marxists are there any tap dancing groups that aren't marxist rock you're the tap dancing specialist here do you know any non-marxist tap dancing groups yeah. you, you oh, apparently now you have to be a marxist to be a tap dancer well there you go uh, i want to contrast that to uh, melania white uh, melania white <laughs> <laughs> Melania Trump's hey, can, white can Christmas. You, can so. you do me a favor and stop this real no, quick? No, I want to see Melania White's Beautiful Christmas. There you have it. Anyway, it's not something to really get your panties in a bunch, other than it does show the kind of cultural rot that has just infected absolutely everything. I, I, I agree that there's cultural rot. I agree with that. Um, there's something about that that's going to say, oh, it's going to set somebody off. Look. The one thing I know that I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, there will be on the day, whether whatever you call it, 
you want to call it your day of reckoning, the day the veil parts, whatever you want to call it. There's one color you're going to see amongst all. You will see white, blinding white. Not because it's the ultimate color. Because it's Christmas. No. It's light. It's it's it, light. It's God. It's the light. It's what keeps you away from the dark. Mm -hmm. Dark brings bad. White means the light means good. Not white. It's light. It's not about the color of it. It's light. It's just light. Why can't we just look at it that way? Why do we always have to bring race into it? You know who does that? Uh, IBM? And, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, they do, but... That's no, a big story going on right now. Jedi. Think about it. What was the Jedi ways? The Jedi ways were about, hey, the dark is the bad side of humanity. It is. Think about it. It's control. It's you can't do this unless we tell you you can. It's about you're not allowed to be free. You have to do what we say. You're saying God is racist. No, I'm not saying God's racist. No, I'm being facetious. I'm saying that God's the light. So if you don't believe in that, you're as shallow as your skin color at that point. So if you don't understand that God is the light, God is the way, period, it doesn't matter how we break this down. There's not another way. There's, okay, yeah, you want to go the other way? Sure, do it. <laughs> fuck around and find out, bro. Look, I've seen enough to tell me, fuck that. No, I'm not doing that. I have seen enough in my life to tell me right now, I am not going that route. If I've seen enough to tell me that, what have you all seen? Because you know what? 90% of you see more shit than I do. And you see that just here in the U.S. And I don't see that here in the U.S. Everything I've seen has been overseas. You're right, DW Anon. We are living in Star Wars. Go ask Conspiracy Kyle. <laughs> no shit. Yep. He's a huge Star Wars freak mm -hmm. fan. So. And he can connect all this shit to exactly what's going on in Star Wars. Exactly. Oh, anyway, I brought up IBM because if you guys missed it, the other day on a Twitter space, an X space, uh, a whole bunch of IBM whistleblowers started joining and telling their stories about how racist IBM is. What against, about IBM and... Against white people. What about... Hold on. So... I was looking for a J word in there. Jews. No, specifically. no, 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 All whites. Really? So, Just white people. Yeah. Breaking leaked video. Now hmm. the, the whistleblowers came out on this, on this X space. Okay. And then after that happened, um, it caused such a stir that 
actually the CEO of IBM had to address it. So really? Yeah. Uh, leaked video CEO of IBM, uh, Arvind Krishna admits to using coercion to fire people to take away their bonuses unless they discriminate in the hiring process. Here, we'll let him tell you this because there's video. Oh, oh shit. See, nobody believes we have a Wayback machine. I mean, this is this is brand new. No, this I know it Wayback is. Machine, but yeah, no, this is OMG. This is uh, mm -hmm. yep. This is uh, James O'Keefe. Yep. Yeah. So we take underrepresented and gender. You got to move both forward by a percentage. That leads to a plus on your bonus. By the way, if you lose, you lose part of your bonus. I'm not trying to finesse this. So for blacks, we should try to get towards 13 point something percent. On Hispanics, you got to get into the mid-teens. Let me say it. Asians in the U.S. are not an underrepresented minority in a tech company. James O'Keefe here outside of IBM's corporate headquarters in Armonk, New York. An IBM insider has provided us with an internal video showing the CEO of IBM, Arbin Krishna, using coercion to fire people and take away their bonuses unless they discriminate in the hiring process. Let me go deeper into Red Hat. Multiple leaders over the last year plus that were held accountable to the point that they're no longer here at Red Hat because they weren't willing to live up to the standards that we set in this space. This conversation takes place every single day and in a lot of it's behind the scenes they terminated executives that didn't discriminate yet another violation of title 7 one of the biggest companies in the world one of the most valuable and recognizable brands on earth ibm insider has provided us with an internal video showing the ceo of ibm arbin krishna using coercion to fire people and take away their bonuses unless they discriminate in the hiring process, which appears to be a violation of Title VII. This comes on the heels of IBM pulling advertising from Elon Musk's ex, with IBM saying they have zero tolerance for discrimination. Quote, IBM has zero tolerance for discrimination, and we've immediately suspended all advertising on X while we investigate. So, so let me let me add a, a couple of things with, with a Red Hat flavor on it. Um, I think Arvin laid that out pretty well, but let me go deeper into Red Hat. And as Arvin very much pointed out and I very much understand I am accountable. I hold myself accountable. He holds me accountable as does the board for all of IBM. Um, but I hope we also hold the leadership at Red Hat accountable for that. I mean, I'll be very candid. Without an exception for, for privacy, I could name multiple leaders over the last year plus that were held accountable to the point that they're no longer here at Red Hat because they weren't willing to live up to the standards that we set in this space. And so, as I said, I, I'm accountable to Arvid on this as, as well as to IBM. For example, one of the changes I made, I named a DNI lead um, person in Margaret reporting directly to me and the CLT. We have Margaret sits on the CLT as the DNI functions, and this is this is worked on every single one of our meetings. It takes this conversation takes place every single day, and and a lot of it's behind the scenes, but. Let me show you this is happening. We're never going to cross the DEI off our list of priorities. This is an ongoing thing. That was Paul Kernier, CEO of Red Hat, which is a software company owned by IBM, saying that they terminated executives that didn't discriminate yet another violation of Title VII. Something that worries me here, folks, right? I, I, I know James O'Keefe's in Armand, New York. That's fine. Armand, New York is not far from... In, it's in the middle of Westchester County. It's not. It's one of the stops on the blue line as you're going down to New York City. It's basically from where we grew up, Connecticut. Um, however, the headquarters 
where this Arv- Arvind Krishna was speaking from was in Danbury, Connecticut. Where we did grow up. Where we did grow And I can tell you right now, that is the inside of the building. I've been inside the building before. It's not a bad building. Uh, it's a nice building, uh, not nothing we crazy. We actually people that work there. Know a lot of people that have worked there over the years. Well, I think they actually got forced early retirement. Well, Lori, Lori and Larry. Yeah. They got forced out. They were, you know, good white people. But it is, it is crazy to hear that now, listen, one of the things that I, the reason I bring it up is this. When I'm listening to this, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like all you good Christians do antichrist because when you hear a lie, what does that do to you? Or you hear, I mean, where he's at, is that technically wrong? No, it is the headquarters for IBM's financial department. It is where they have all their finance people work and that's where all the bills go to. Okay. Um, Is that a, is he wrong in what he's saying? No, that is the mailing address for IBM. However, the president does not live at the mailing address. No, but nor anyway, does he work there. But that doesn't matter, honestly. Yeah, it does because it applies to O'Keefe. It O'Keefe kind said of, he said I'm at the corporate headquarters. He never said that he was though. Okay, true that. True that. I give you that. I give you that. So we take underrepresented and gender. You got to move both forward by a percentage. That leads to a plus on your bonus. By the way, if you lose, you lose part of your bonus. Paul's held to the same standards. Paul and I have been working together to say, okay, how do we apply those deeper into the organization? That was the head of IBM saying he's going to reduce the bonus if you don't hit your racial quotas. Arvind Krishna is using racial considerations and making the work environments diverse and doing so coercively by placing burdens on employees to do so, like the removal of bonus or termination. That's also a violation of Title VII. I'm very clear about this. I expect at the executive level, so that is not just my direct, but all executives in the company have to move forward by 1% on both underrepresented minorities. But let me say it, Asians in the US are not an underrepresented minority in a tech company. However, others are. Um, Ditto on gender diversity. Now, at least 13 state attorney generals have put companies on notice that they should not be using racial discrimination in the hiring process. These attorney generals include Kansas, Tennessee, Alabama, Arkansas, Indiana, Nebraska, Iowa, South Carolina, Kentucky, West Virginia, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana. Paul Cronier did not disclose the names of his employees that were terminated, but we at OMG welcome you if you have been fired to reach out to us on our tip line, contact us on our website or on Signal. We'd like to speak to you. Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 states it shall be unlawful employment practice for an employer to fail or refuse to hire or discharge any individual or otherwise to discriminate any individual with respect to his compensation, terms, conditions, or privileges of employment because of race, color, religion, sex, or national origin. In terms of national origin of the Civil Rights Act, the CEO of IBM, Arvind Krishna, also specifically targeting Asians in this private leak recording. Well, let me say it. Asians in the U.S. are not an underrepresented minority in a tech company. 
This recording comes in the context of DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. Allison Showwater is on this private leaked video inside IBM talking about DEI. Our last question uh, is about diversity, equity, and inclusion. IBM highlights their progress in promoting and recruiting underrepresented minorities in executive roles and holding executives accountable for DNI goals. At Red Hat, executive representation is dismal and there is no accountability for DEI work. Elon Musk has just come out against DEI and quotas last week. We've reached out to Elon Musk for comment, Allison for comment, Krishna for comment, and Paul for comment. IBM security. Hey there. Um, this is James O'Keefe um, with uh, OMG News looking to talk to the CEO of IBM. Do you have an appointment? I do not. Does anybody know that you're coming? Um, possibly. Uh, possibly. Depends upon how much I'm surveilled, which... The likelihood of that is quite high. But is there a possibility we could speak with Krishna today? Uh, you would have to make an appointment before that. Elon Musk joining the cause to abolish DEI, consistently critical of programs like this. IBM canceling their advertising on a list of companies that includes Disney. Now, some more context here. This video is from 2021, but we just obtained it last week from an insider, a whistleblower inside IBM. IBM, one of the biggest companies in the world here in Westchester, New York at their corporate headquarters just outside New York City. One of the most valuable and recognizable brands on earth. IBM is one of the 30 companies indexed in the Dow Jones, one of the main indicators of the health of U.S. and global stock markets. This is James O'Keefe in Westchester County, New York, reporting for OMG News. Our last question uh, is about diversity, equity, and inclusion. IBM highlights their progress in promoting and recruiting underrepresented minorities in executive roles and holding executives accountable for DNI goals. At Red Hat, executive representation is dismal and there is no accountability for DEI work. Why do you not hold Paul to the same standards for diverse staffing and leadership as IBM does? Oh, I hold Paul actually to the exact same standards. Let me begin with that. The rest of you may not realize this, but Paul is part of my direct executive pool, right? Not just part of Red Hat. Consequently, I'm very clear about this. I expect at the executive level that that is not just my direct, but all executives in the company have to move forward by 1% on both underrepresented minorities. So let me say it, Asians in the US are not an underrepresented minority in a tech company. However, others are. Um, ditto on gender diversity. So we take underrepresented and gender. You got to move both forward by a percentage. That leads to a plus on your bonus. By the way, if you lose, you lose part of your bonus. Paul held to the same standards. Paul and I have been working together to say, okay, how do we apply those deeper into the organization? By the way, just to make people give you one statistic, this is not executives. When I looked at our entire recruiting, for the first now six months and 14 days of the year, IBM recruits in the tens of thousands. 41%, 40 point something, so I'll round up to 41%, are uh, gender diverse, meaning women, which I think is our high watermark. But in all of them, we want to get to the representational demographics of the underlying populations. I'm not trying to finesse this. So for blacks, we should try to get towards 13 point something percent. On Hispanics, you got to get into the mid-teens. On gender, okay, we are somewhere in the mid-30s, I think, for all of IBM. 
but I think if I notice right, the representational is 50. Maybe Allison can correct me. I think it's actually by biology, you can go debate this. I think it's actually slightly over 50. I think it's 50.1 or something. And so we should try to aspire. And that's why I say, let's improve one point a year. I don't like to set a target for a small group, but for the executive population, I want to say, hey, you got to improve by a percent a year. If we improve by that, then a few years, we'll actually get to where we want to get to. And that, by the way, includes Paul. So yep. the, you, you said the question as a Paul's not included. Paul's very much included in that. So, so let me let me add a, a couple of things with, with a red hat flavor on it. Um, I think Arvind laid that out pretty well, but let me go deeper in the Red Hat. But the assertion there is no accountability around DNI efforts at Red Hat is really not the full picture. And as Arvind very much pointed out, and I very much understand, I am accountable. I hold myself accountable. He holds me accountable, as does the board for all of IBM. Um, but I hope we also hold the leadership at Red Hat accountable for that. I mean, I'll be very candid. Without an exception, profile. For privacy, I could name multiple leaders over the last year plus that were held accountable to the point that they're no longer here at Red Hat because they weren't willing to live up to the standards that we set in this space. And so, as I said, I, I'm accountable to Arvind on this as, as well as to IBM. We've, we've been transparent with a lot of the work that we've done in being in the space and progress is being made. For example, one of the changes I made, I named a DNI lead. Um, person and Margaret reporting directly to me and the CLT. We have Margaret sits on the CLT as the DNI functions, and this is this is worked on every single one of our meetings. It takes this conversation takes place every single day, and and a lot of it's behind the scenes. But let me show you this is happening. All of our leaders here are committed to change and improving Red Hat's environment to be more inclusive and diver diverse. We're working on determining those metrics for success and how we want to measure our pro progress right now. They will be implemented very, very soon. And we've been able to do this because we've moved DNI to my staff and we've because we've put more focus on it with Margaret as well as, as others. We're going to hold, we are and continue to hold and going to hold even more our executives accountable for all of this, and they will have metrics around this. And so I think it's important that we understand this. What what you might not see behind the scenes does not make, you know, does not ensure that it's not happening. We're in, and these goals will be out soon. Um, in addition to the goals we're working on, the DEI team with the People's Analytics team, analytics team is establishing dashboards, dashboards that we'll all be able to share with the entire company, which we can review at an open forum. We will review at an open uh, forum of mine. Our goal is to do what's best for Red Hat and Red Hatters, but it takes time to implement. And we need to continue to have the hard conversations and do the hard work that it takes to move forward. We're never going to cross the DEI off our list of priorities. This is an ongoing thing. But if you have feedback or ideas on how we can better it, please let Margaret and her team know. This is work that we all have to do together. And I assure you that we are working this at all levels of Red Hat. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I folks, what, what what do you say to that? What do you what do you say to somebody who's so willing, so committed, so forthcoming about it? 
so willing to put it in your face to say, look, if you don't do the DEI way, you're out. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't matter how smart you are. That is where we're at today. Do, do you all see that? It doesn't matter if you're a fucking genius or not. Your best bet is to identify as a unicorn. I was I was gonna say um a, a no a unicorn a purple why because they they were the two dancing outside the ark mm-hmm. that's true a unicorn identify as a fucking unicorn you fucking fairy faggot I mean I identify as a unicorn on the days that I don't identify as the I'm done with this shit of the universe. seriously okay. you wanna you wanna get serious about this fine. But let's get serious oh, about All it. Right, no, let's get, no, let's that's get serious bullshit. about it. Listen. Because everything that guy just said was based on a liberal viewpoint, mm-hmm. obviously. But something that he said in there was very important. He said that gender diversity were at 40%. And you can argue gender, but really it's at over 50%. That means that 10% are people that are that identify as something else. Yes. 10% of the staff at IBM identify as something other than the gender that they were assigned at birth were, you know, that God gave them. Yeah. So, anyway. the, you know, the mm-hmm. guy up there yeah, said, exactly. Hey, Oh, you got a penis. Yeah. Bing. But if you don't get your, your chromosomes tested, how can you actually know? And even then that doesn't really matter. How's that's literally what they, that, that lady said in Congress the other day, anyway, or a guy, I don't know what it was. Um, it. So uh, this this dude that that he's so freaking funny, right? Um, he, uh, I'll play it for you. James O'Keefe reposted this. This is how funny this is. Recently, the O'Keefe Media Group leaked a video showing our CEO at IBM engaging in hiring discrimination against white and Asian individuals. That's nothing but a lie, is it? Though he's literally on tape forcing us to discriminate against white and Asian people in our hiring practices. Was that the best opening you could come up with? In our hiring practices at IBM, we do not discriminate against white and Asian people. We just prefer black people. Now you just made it worse. That's worse. I mean, this whole statement is just worthless. The boss is literally on tape doing the discrimination. How can we reverse that? By the way, didn't we pull our advertising from X because we have zero tolerance for discrimination? We are doing the same thing. I don't get it. Come up with something better. The O'Keefe Media Group is owned by James O'Keefe, a white man, and should not be trusted. That's it. You people are fucking idiots. <laughs> That's it. You people are fucking idiots. Yep. trusted either but i and then it gets even better no way no oh, no yeah. way no there's yeah, an yeah, update yeah. yeah 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 no there's like two of them hold on let me see which one's which uh okay this this one this it's the same one just one this one's a little longer oh <sighs> it gets better bad. this it's is better. bad because now we're going after omg really oh no it's better Okay. 
Another source from within IBM have given us internal IBM Slack messages responding to our reporting. These guys are not fans of mine. The Slack messages show just what a big deal this story is with an IBM and subsidiary Red Hat. Quote, there are some people in this world where if they're against you, you know you're on the right track. I can only take James O'Keefe's coverage of something from two years ago as an indication that IBM and Red Hat were doing the right thing in 2021. Now that's from Brenton Conaboy. He's a Linux project lead who calls himself a quote, gentleman cat herder on X. There is his handle at B kind of boy feel free to post him now then we have jay ryan on slack inside ibm's red hat a senior account solution architect based in ohio who said the following quote the truth is it's his fault that's me that we're even having this conversation we all made zero stink about this until the super mega awesome leaked ibm exec video the phrase super mega awesome to me well, that indicates this is a pretty massive deal with an IBM. <laughs> now, what's interesting is Jay Ryan, the guy who did this on the Slack inside IBM, is actually on X in favor of, quote, destroying, unquote, people on the internet. We found one of his posts on X, formerly Twitter, where he's asking to dock someone so the internet can destroy them. Hmm. Isn't, Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Now, the next internal Slack message is from someone named Chris Gallahue, who is a technical marketing content writer in Red Hat, IBM. Now, she responded to Matthew Solis, who stated, so I think it started with someone making a small stink about it. And she stated, that's the purpose of this guy's work. That's me. She also wrote, are we willing to allow that? Now, this Chris Gallahue, AKA K-R-Y-S, on the internal private IBM Slack channel, uses the pronoun she, they, and we know she won a Women's Equity Award from UNC once. Now next is this Matthew Solist, M-S-O-L-Y-S-T on Slack. Now he's a mystery with almost no online footprint, but we know he's a senior IT support engineer at Red Hat based in North Carolina. Why do we know that? Because an insider at IBM took screenshots of all of these people's profiles within Slack and provided them to me. He had this to say, quote, if this is a James O'Keefe video, he is not trustworthy. We should absolutely not get worked up about anything O'Keefe posts until and unless it is corroborated in full by multiple independent sources. His history is that of lying and manipulative video editing to sell a story. Well, Matthew, your boss was actually the guy to corroborate it. The CEO of your company was actually the guy to corroborate it last night when he put out a video calling me a journalist and um, basically saying that it all happened. We actually put the entire raw footage at the end of the video, literally not making one snippet. You could see the beginning and you could see the end. And he uh, published a video of an internal town hall, I think from June of 21, that I did at Red Hat. We actually didn't make a single edit. Now, we've reached out to all these people for comment. We would expect all of you to reach out to them for comment. We have now 120 people inside Red Hat and its subsidiary IBM coming to us with so many documents and so much footage. Stay tuned, Mr. CEO.
Arvind Krishna, we're going to expose the hell out of you. Do it. Do it. Put it on blast. Fuck them. Yep. Fuck them at this point. Yep. Look, if they're going to do that behind the scenes, what are we not seeing anywhere up front? Mm-hmm. That's the second one. I think. Let's see. Yeah. I think it is. I don't know if this is the same one, but we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. stop it if it is. We've just received another internal document from within IBM's subsidiary Red Hat from another brave whistleblower inside the company. You're not going to believe this. We've been reporting all week on IBM and Red Hat's discriminatory hiring practices, and it just keeps getting worse. Apparently, back in 2020, Red Hat had an allyship program within the company asking employees to follow certain commandments. So they've turned this DEI thing into some type of religion. Now, I'm going to read from this slide here. This is given to us by an insider inside IBM, quote, your allyship commitment accepts these fundamental truths. The document reads, listing 10 commandments employees must adhere to. If they don't follow the commandments, we have to take former CEO Paul Cormier, who's currently the chairman, at his word. Those employees will no longer be working at Red Hat. I could name multiple leaders over the last year plus that were held accountable to the point that they're no longer here at Red Hat because they weren't willing to live up to the standards that we set in this space. Here's an example of some of the commandments. Never question the reality of our black friends and colleagues. And your allyship understands only white people are racist, knows the black community owes us nothing in this work, is never rooted in white savorism, and does not seek recognition or praise for a job well done. One of the biggest complaints about DEI is that it borders on a new religion. Now, it's hard to deny there's an underlying religious aspect of DEI when it's literally called the Ten Commandments. This story has hit an unprecedented nerve inside of corporate America with hundreds, perhaps even thousands of DMs to OMG for within companies all over the place saying they've experienced crazy stuff like this. We'll stay on top of it. It's, of course, a full-time job merely responding to all the messages that we receive, but the ones with documents and video take high priority. And as always, we'll protect our sources. If you're on the inside, it's tips.okeefemediagroup.com or communicate with us on Signal at this number. Stay tuned. One commandment states only white people can be racist. Another states accept that white people are responsible for dismantling racism. And from a different section, whiteness constructs the game, hides the rules, then rigs the game over and over again. Hmm. So. We're racist, though. Don't worry about it. We're racist. Only white people can be racist. Yeah, we're the only ones. I mean, that's totally what they just said. Anyway. Seriously. All right. Um, oh, you know what? Here, here's an here's another fun one for you. Fun. Well, not really. Elon's you know, getting fucked, and he's um, going. He's getting back at them. Let just this is this is this a, is self-explanatory. This is a two parter actually. Okay. Self-explanatory. And you're going to connect though. the dots after okay. the fact. So yes, here, here's the first one. Communications Commission reaffirming a 2022 decision 
to deny Elon Musk's Starlink Internet service nearly $900 million in rural broadband subsidies earlier this week. The two Republican commissioners on the five-member FCC dissenting from the decision, senior Republican FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr writing this in his dissent. Quote, after Elon Musk acquired Twitter and used it to voice his own political and ideological views without filter, President Biden gave federal agencies a green light to go after him. Today, the FCC adds itself to the growing list of administrative agencies that are taking action against Elon Musk's businesses. Joining me right now is the man himself. He is senior Republican on the FCC Commission, Brendan Carr. And uh, Brendan Carr, it's great to see you this morning. We so appreciate you joining us. What's going on there at the FCC? Is this all political? Yeah, there's a really concerning pattern here. As you just noted, the FCC back in 2020 awarded Elon Musk Starlink almost a billion dollars to bring high-speed internet service to over 640,000 rural homes and businesses. These are parts of the country that have had absolutely no internet service at all uh, for far too long, or they've been stuck on copper line internet service up till then. In the FCC just this week, the full commission backtracked and revoked that $1 billion. And I think it fits what the Wall Street Journal has described as a really a concerning pattern of regulatory harassment. This decision by the FCC doesn't make a lot of sense at all if you look at it through the lens of the facts or the law or even good policy. But it does make good sense, or at least it makes sense, if you go back to the White House. And last year, President Biden stood behind the podium inside the White House. It was adorned with the presidential seal. And President Biden said that Elon Musk is worth being looked into. A reporter said, how? And President Biden looked down and said, there's lots of ways. And, and there certainly are. Since then, we've seen the Department of Justice, the FAA, the Federal Trade Commission, the NLRB, even the Fish and Wildlife Service opening investigations into Elon Musk. And I think the pattern here fits, again, what the Wall Street Journal said, with there's nothing more than regulatory harassment. Yeah, let's look at the journal's op-ed this morning, and that is titled The FCC Ambushes Musk's Starlink. Um, and, and that's exactly what they write. Add the Federal Communications Commission to the gang of Biden regulators targeting Elon Musk. On Tuesday, the agency invoked dubious grounds to scrap funding for his Starlink satellite service. It's not even like he missed any deadlines, right? They're actually moving the goalposts and saying, well, we're going to revoke this money now because we don't believe that he's keeping to his targets. Yeah, you're exactly right. We at the FCC didn't have any obligation imposed on Elon Musk or Starlink until the end of 2025. That was the first point in time in which they provide any service at all to these 640,000 people. And yet, to your point, the FCC has moved up the goalposts and said, because you're not providing that service today, even though they had no reason to be providing the service today, we are going to yank back all of this Funding. And again, remember that, you know, the administrative state is very powerful right now in D.C., and it's been controlled by Democrats for approaching 12 of the last 16 years. And what's simply not credible about this FCC decision is, as you noted, on the one hand, we're saying, eh, we have some doubts about this. It's not a necessarily a reliable technology. But that's belied by the fact that the U.S. government is entering into multi-million dollar contracts with Elon Musk, with Starlink for high-speed connectivity when it matters the most, for military operations and otherwise. So it simply isn't credible for the FCC to be claiming that they have concerns about this technology when other components of the federal government are leaning in so heavily. And look, the real loser here is going to be rural America. Elon Musk is going to be fine. The $900 million isn't that big a deal to him. But we had millions of Americans that were guaranteed to get high-speed service uh, that now the FCC has taken that commitment, vaporized it, 
and replace it with nothing. And look, if the federal government ever does come back and make another commitment to serve these rural communities, it's going to cost us a lot more money. Instead of $900 million, my math shows that to get fiber there, for instance, it's going to cost north of three billion dollars. So it really doesn't make sense on the merits here. That's unbelievable. And the FCC has never before required a funding recipient uh, to meet its obligations years earlier. But what you just said is really the most important. You're looking at politics driving decisions, and it's actually hurting uh, citizens. Uh, Americans in rural areas can stick a satellite dish on their home or business that connects with Starlink satellites in, in Earth's low orbit, writes the journal. Starlink has more than 5,420 satellites in orbit, which would provide high-speed internet in 14 European countries, and Ukraine has used Starlink terminals to defend against the Russians. So we know that it actually is effective, and now the FCC is taking it, uh, the, the potential uh, to be effective, away. A federal judge tentatively ruled yesterday that Elon Musk now must testify again in a Securities and Exchange Commission probe on his Twitter takeover deal. U.S. Magistrate Judge Laurel Beeler rejecting arguments from Musk's attorney that SEC officials did not have the authority to issue these subpoenas, saying the agency has broad investigative powers. Beeler told both sides to find when and where Musk would sit for another four-hour deposition, or she would issue an order for his testimony early next year, Commissioner. I mean, look, people are sick and tired of this administration injecting politics in all of these decisions. And I don't know how there's going to be accountability. Tell us what you and your colleague dissent uh, are going to mean here. Well, look, you know, Starlink can take this case now to the D.C. Circuit and they can appeal it. I think there's obviously very uh, clear grounds for overturning this on appeal if they go that route. But look, you could step back and say, well, you know, Elon Musk has a lot of business operations, so it's, you know, not that uh, off that he's had so many run-ins with the government. But look at all these individually. So the NLRB has gone after him for effectively a dress code violation because they made Tesla engineers wear black T-shirts, which actually has an engineering basis. Or look at the Fish and Wildlife Service. They said that after a SpaceX launch, they found a handful of bobwhite quail eggs and some blue land crabs that have been charred. You know, these are the types of things that are being ginned up. And this is a very concerning pattern. Again, it really can't be explained on the merits. I think it can only be explained by drawing a straight line back to President Biden standing behind that podium and giving a very clear green light to the administrative state to go after Elon Musk. Well, that is really disgusting. And this is one of the reasons that people feel like we're losing our country. I want to thank you so much for your courage in, in, in your dissent and standing tall for our democracy. Okay. So. Yeah, they're not going after him, folks. They're going after you. Yeah. They're not going after him. They're going after you. They don't want him. They want you. You vote. You provide something to the economy. You pay taxes. Remember that the, they're going after him, too, for hiring too many Americans? <sighs> yeah. They're literally going after him for in America for not hiring enough non-Americans. Okay. Now, I'm going to link these three together, but so remember what they said in the first one there. Yep. Okay. Now, and the second one. This is in Congress. This is the third one. Well, uh, this is this is the second one. This is a second. Mm -hmm. This is two. Correct. Okay. I, I want you to keep in mind what they said before. Yeah. Okay. About Elon, not just, you know, that $900 million doesn't really mean anything. He's not just invested in rural America, but he also provides internet for 
the military. Remember there was that big deal about him providing Starlink for Ukraine mm -hmm. and all of that? Mm -hmm. Okay, just keep all that in mind. Uh, Ms. Harrington, uh, there was, an, there was a, a CISA video on YouTube that had the fictional character, I think her name was Susan or Sharon, and she was being, uh, she said that it, uh, it was, the idea was that she had interacting with her, her uncle on social media. He was posting things that were disinformation or malinformation or something like that. And it concluded with a, with a, a, a recommendation to, that she report the disinformation from her uncle. CISA took that down. Why did CISA take that video down? Representative, respectfully, I'm not aware of that. That must predate my time. I'm not at all familiar with that. How about Mr. Kahangama? Do you know what I'm talking about? Thank you, Mr. Chair. I'm not familiar with that video. All right, let me ask you generally, Mr. Kahangama, and then I'll go back to Ms. Harrington. Uh, how have uh, DHS and CISA's efforts or activity in, in concerning the dealing with disinformation, misinformation, malinformation changed as in consequence of the Missouri versus Biden um, preliminary injunctions been upheld by the Fifth Circuit or otherwise since the last election? Thank you, Chair, for the question. While I understand and I'm aware of the Missouri v. Biden case, I understand that that is still ongoing pending litigation in front of the Supreme Court, and so I'm unable to speak to the to the specifics of that case. But what I will say is that the department and its work in combating disinformation in uh, defense of its specific mission areas is done with robust oversight in coordination with uh, civil rights and civil liberties, our statutorily mandated offices, as well as in close coordination with our Office of General Counsel. Well, see, that, that's what concerns me, is that's been said to, to us for a number of years. In fact, it's always been said by CISA, by DHS, that we that, that the recital that we're concerned about uh, rights under the First Amendment, and we always are carefully uh, taking action to avoid uh, infringing those or abridging free speech. And yet, a, a different court has found, a, a, an appellate court has affirmed that, and of course it's still pending for final determination. So I'm not asking you about the facts or the determinations in that case. What I'm asking you is, let me put it this way, because I asked you how things have changed, whether things have changed. Has, since that decision has been made, has DHS changed the way it deals with disinformation? Again, thank you for the question, Chair. I'm not in a position to answer anything as it relates specific to the implications of that case. All right, let me ask this then. Since the last election, disregard the case if you want to, how has DHS dealing with disinformation differently than it did then? Thank you, Chair, for the question. DHS's approach to election security has been around election infrastructure, making sure that they are preventing the 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 infrastructure from being impacted by cybersecurity issues and working to advance the mission of state and local partners that we trust as the authoritative voices on elections in this election space. Yeah, but I didn't ask you about how you're protecting like elections infrastructure from hacking and so forth. What I'm asking you about are your efforts vis-a-vis -vis disinformation. Let me just ask you, you still have an MDM team, don't you? I do not have one at the Department of Homeland Security. All right, Ms. Harrington, is there still an MDM team at CISA? 
Representative, yes. Okay. We still have an MDM team. How is the MDM team and the other efforts relating to the MDM team concerning disinformation, how have you changed those at CISA? Representative, the work that we do around MDM are threefold. One, we are putting no, out no, no, literacy No, 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 documents. don't give me a discourse about three with three parts. What I'm asking is what's changed? What's changed? If anything, if you're proceeding in, in dealing with disinformation in exactly the way you did then, which you've contended respects all First Amendment rights, notwithstanding evidence to the contrary, say that. But otherwise, I want you to tell me how it's changed. How have you changed your practices in this area? Representative, respectfully, I'm not aware of direct changes to the ongoing litigation. Um, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not trying to qualify it in terms of the fact that we are to cover that with Mr. Kahangama. What I'm asking is, with leave aside the litigation, since the election in 2020, how have you changed, has CHS changed the way you're dealing with disinformation? Representative, I can tell you the three ways that we deal with disinformation and counter foreign influence. So you can't tell are, me how you've changed them. I, for, first of all, going back to 20, I, my tenure, I, that predates my tenure at the agency, but I'm happy to tell you what we are doing. Are you aware by virtue of policies you've been exposed to, managerial discussions at, at CISA, whether there have been changes to the way CISA address, addresses disinformation? Representative, I'm not aware of what you're referencing as far as changes. Okay, you're not aware of any. That's concerning to me. Um, by what justification does a government agency tasked with curtailing and preventing computer hacking stray into governing or babysitting Americans' free speech on social media? Representative, respectfully, we don't censor. Okay. Um, what, is, what is the source of authority for DHS? You know, Ms. Clark said in her questioning on our first panel, and I think she's exactly right, that CISA and, uh, excuse me, I see my time's expired and I've let it go over. Let me just with, stop there and uh, yield back. And I recognize the ranking member, Mr. Ivey, for his five minutes. If, I kind of want to know where he's going with that. Mm, I know. Now, you remember that bill that we were talking about the other day? The one that um, the MDAA, where yes. where they can they the, they the can NDAA. Yes, yes, correct. Yes, that passed. Yes, Mike Johnson passed. Mike Johnson it. passed. It. He did. Yes. So now they can spy on your internet, any public internet, anywhere. Yep. So if you go and work. Like when we watched that video the other day of the girl that says that she goes to work at Panera, the one that drinks yep. all those that caffeine because at home she's too distracted. And so she goes to a local shop. So now everything she does at work is now public, public interface. Correct. Correct. So the government can access all of it. Yep. What if there's confidential priority well, you get information in there? VPN. Mm. Okay. So VPNs come in. All right. Then now, and I swear I'm gonna link all these together here for you. Okay. I fucked you up with that VPN coming. No, no, no. You're oh, fine. Okay. You're fine. All right. Making sure. Yep. Making sure. Back to Elon. Listen to this. Yeah, even if an entire 
region or country was was uh, lost connectivity because of a severe you know uh, hurricane or floods or fires or you know tornadoes uh, earthquakes there's so many natural disasters obviously um, you would actually still have even if all the cell towers were taken out your phone would still work thank you Elon is releasing satellite phones. He's pairing with T-Mobile and SpaceX to release satellite phones to everybody. Okay. He's taking cellular technology away with Elon's Elon's sat phone. You, how? How, how does it relate? You won't need cell towers anymore. But remember what he just said at the beginning there. If 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 something gets taken out by a, a natural disaster or something like that, you lose cell coverage. You lose cell coverage. You also lose internet coverage. So Elon provides internet to the military, to the DOD. Other branches of the government are now coming after him. If I was Elon, I just shut that shit off. Now, you want internet? You want a cell phone? You go to T-Mobile, you get a cellular sat phone, not a cellular, you get a sat phone from Elon. You use that as a hotspot for your internet. And then the government can't get to it. Hmm. If T-Mobile's playing the right game. They're pairing with Elon. Well, doesn't mean T-Mobile's playing the right game. Elon controls the satellites. Well, still. However, there are people like, oh, Elon, you need to release your own phone. No, 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 no. Then you have a monopoly. Then he can control everything. Because he wants X to be the everything app. All of your communication, all of your internet, all of your phone, all of everything, I mean, all of your payments. Yes, Texas. Well, see, Texas Trout, he didn't he didn't shut off Starlink to Ukraine. It, that's not actually what happened. He actually didn't turn it on or he wouldn't he wouldn't turn it over to the government for them to turn it on. Correct. It wasn't that he shut it off. It was never on to begin with, and they weren't paying him for it. They didn't contract for it to be there. They were just like, hey, Elon, give us internet over here. And he was like, fuck you, no. Fuck off. Hey, Bob, go fuck yourself. Pay me. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, he was like, fuck you. Fuck pay you, me. pay me. Yeah, that's what it was. So now they've taken $900 million away from him. They're going after him on multiple fronts. Bureau of Land Management's going after him because some bird eggs got cooked in the launch. I wonder if they ate them. Probably not. Um, and the... Uh, it's a good... Mm, the DOJ is going after him or the... Um, they tried. Because he didn't hire enough Americans. Uh, if I was Elon, I'd say, nah, bear. Fucking troll him back. What are they going to do? Seriously. Peace. Yeah. Play it. 
because he's all about free speech. We'll play it. No, no, this is. Uh, well, you were carrying on. I was. No, I just wrapped them, wrapped the three of them together. Elon's releasing satellite phones to America, to the general populace, at the same time as they have, the government has suspended his contract for high-speed internet, and they're going oh, after him on multiple fronts. Video, that was a third video. video. No, it was or, a third video. They're going after him on multiple fronts, and yet he's still providing internet for them for the military. Why? Take it apart. Just say no, Bear. Say no, Elon. Stop driving your truck. And that's the other thing. Did you hear that he recalled 200,000 Teslas after that Obama movie? Really? The self-driving Teslas. Elon recalled 200,000 self-driving Teslas. Why? Didn't give a reason. Something, what if there was something about the something about that they, they were checking the programming for the self-driving? Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What if he identified a vulnerability? Mm. Uh, yeah. Gotta wonder. Yeah, he didn't want to be set up for that one. He knows what predictive programming is too. Yeah, he saw it. He's yeah. like, "Oh shit, I've seen this." Oh shit, they did it to me. Yep, exactly. So, um, all right. Where are we going now? Oh, let's go to the border real quick because this is important. <sighs> I know. It's almost time to play the movie, though. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure, Maria. Breaking news. Today. This is today. This is morning. Well, it was... With breaking news right now and a first on Fox Business exclusive. U.S. Customs and Border Protection are warning Border Patrol agents to be on the lookout for explosive devices after the Mexican military seized 10 IEDs at the southern border. Fox Business's Hillary Vaughn breaking the news right now from Capitol Hill. Hillary. Good morning. Well, that's right. The um, Border Patrol agents are being warned to be on the lookout for these improvised explosive devices after the Mexican military seized 10 IEDs from the Mexico side of the U.S.-Mexico border. A federal law enforcement source shared with us the officer safety alert that went out to CBP agents this week, warning them to be careful and vigilant. The alert reads this, quote, agents should exercise extreme caution and should report any possible armed subjects approaching the border with possible explosive devices. This incident happened on Wednesday. Border Patrol agents basically stumbled upon a cartel turf war gunfight near the Tres Velates Ranch, east of the Sasabe Port of Entry, which is in Pima County, Arizona. They arrested a person on the U.S. side of the border who was armed with a loaded AK-47 rifle, two loaded AK magazines, loose rounds, and a handgun. That person told them there were 11 armed suspects nearby. Agents heard gunfire coming from the Mexico side pulled back to a safer area. The Mexican military responded. That's when they found the 10 explosive devices filled with black powder and shrapnel. My law enforcement source says this ranch has a gap in the border fence that is typically used in the past to funnel drugs through, but now it's a magnet for the cartel to push people through. So this gunfight was essentially a gang war trying to fight for control over this gap in the fence. My source says this gap was just a spot in the border wall that was never completed. And it also goes to show just how increasingly 
dangerous it is for our law enforcement agents on the border, but also how lucrative human smuggling is for the cartel, that they're willing to have these gunfights over small gaps in the fence to try to gain control and use that as a way to push their people through, their paying customers through. Maria? So, Hillary, are the cartels uh, carrying the IEDs, these explosive devices, or are they putting them on migrants who are acting as if they're, you know, escaping uh, and wanting asylum? No, this was not a situation where it was placed on a migrant. It was coming through the border. It never made it to the U.S. side. This is just something that the cartels had on hand. Uh, this was not something that was used against Border Patrol agents or used in an effort to carry the way across the border. What it does speak to is really the operation of the cartel and how valuable and the lengths they're willing to go to protect their business, which a big part of their business now is getting people through the border. So they're willing to fight to the end to control these small gaps in the fence on the border so that they are the only ones pushing people through to the U.S. side, their customers. Yeah. Maria? Hillary, thank you. Hillary Vaughn. Yeah, um, I'm calling bullshit on there's no IEDs here. Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on that too. Because we also no way. how how if you can get them that close, how can't you get them across the board? I mean, we heard that there's Chinese bringing in handheld EMP devices, like short range EMPs that the Chinese just developed. Just saying. So, all right. Um, and I, I know I, against my better judgment. Everybody's talking about this. At Shaw's request. This is the video. Here you go. It's graphic. Is it? Is this the graphic one? I don't know. I haven't fucking watched it. All right. I, I, oh, my God. Where is this at? Okay. I wanted to watch it for a second before we put it up on the screen. This isn't a, a Senate meeting room. Senate hearing room. Yeah. Okay. And they got caught. How? Someone walked in on them, I guess. Or? Or they released the tape? Yeah, that's what I think. I don't think anybody no, walked in No, they were caught filming. It says they were caught filming. Yeah. They were caught filming. Leaked footage shows a congressional congressional staffer having unprotected anal sex with an unknown man on a table in the Senate hearing room. That's so disgusting. Who would leak this? Got to ask that question. That's so gross. So I, gross. I, it's no. So gross. Anyway. All right. Moving right along. Um. Yeah. We're about at that time, though, baby. We are. We are. So if you're going to play something, it's got to be quick. Um, yeah, this real quick. Oh, it's about us. Well, it's about election fraud. Well, it's about And Georgia. since we're about to play a movie about election fraud, it's, you know. Kind of fits. Yeah. Don't forget this. Don't put this in your memory hole. But can we return to 17,852 ballots for a minute? <laughs> I mean, you know, that, that's, a, that's a pretty big number. 
Oh, right. We, explain, explain those one more time for me. <laughs> well, I can explain the number. I can't explain how it happened. Hopefully, we're going to okay. hear about that on Tuesday. But there are, in the second machine count, there are 17,852 votes counted that do not have a corresponding ballot image associated with them. But can we return? So... That's an issue. Into this, the two takeaways there for me is you have a you you have from the governor's office actually to the Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger's department uh, an acknowledgement that your your work is accurate and correct, and two that their data that they have posted for the public to see is sloppy work. Let me move on into this. The two takeaways there for me is. By Damn. the way, that's 4,000 votes more than what was necessary for Trump to win Georgia. Yeah. So state election board legal notice, notice of public hearing. Notice is hereby given that the Georgia State Election Board will conduct a two-day meeting on Tuesday, December 19th at 8.30 a.m. That's this Tuesday. And on Wednesday, December 20th, 2023 at 9.30 a.m., the meeting will take place in the House Appropriations Room, room 341 of the Georgia State Capitol Building in Atlanta, Georgia. All interested parties are invited to attend. Yeah. Remember when we found out that Georgia Secretary of State Brad Graffensberger had a family member who's the CTO for Hawaii and China? Yeah. Ronald Wright Raffensperger. Anywho. It's also the same reason that Brian Kemp's like son-in-law or what? Uh, his girlfriend's, girlfriend's or, or no, his daughter's boyfriend. Yes. Who was also Kelly Loeffler's staffer. Yes. Got, was murdered. Got blown up but with a thermite bomb in his car, like two miles from my parents' house. Correct. All right, hold on. This is actually our son, probably wondering how to pump gas. Whatever. Yes, are. child, you're on air. Oh, am I? Yes. Yeah, because you're you retarded. Am I a Kroger Plus member? Uh, use Heather's, yeah, hit yes, and then put in alternate ID, where it says alternate ID, hit the thing for alternate ID. Carter, enter alternate ID. Enter alternate ID. Uh, okay. Aunt Heather's phone number. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is <laughs> funny as shit. Um, On the keypad, just. Okay. Sale canceled. Fuck you. <laughs> well, don't take so long. <sighs> Can you figure it out? I guess. Do, I don't fucking. Do you know how to pump gas? I, for the most part, I know how to pump gas. <laughs> I don't do all this bullshit. <sighs> all right. <sighs> oh, first world problems. They suck. They it. suck so bad. All right. Call us if you need more help. First world problems. Yes. Fill it up. Shut up. Do your job. Oh wow. I'm trying. Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Okay. No, we have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta do it through there. I think. And then so. look it up through there. All right.
So nothing's really changed with politicians. Uh no. Changed for the same reason. You know what's changed? What? The media. That is the only difference between well, it's got obviously gotten a lot worse now. But then it was assumed at least it was somewhat fair. You know, that yeah. the media would uncover things like this. They would go after people. They would, you know, come out with the truth. Now all of a sudden they just don't care anymore. Now they're weird. Cowed yeah. into death. Going along with it. Going to the pen. But there is so much in there. Looking back now, so much yeah. in there that that was predictive of what they were trying, what they were planning to do, maybe. Maybe trying to do is too hasty. Mm -hmm. hmm. The red hats, though. They were wearing, the other side. They were wearing red hats. In the beginning. When, no, and then yeah. and when they were when they were doing paintball. And, yep. They were wearing and then red when hats. they go to paintball, they're wearing red hats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just saying. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that movie was great. And yes, TV is entirely unwatchable. <laughs> yeah, the movie that we're in right now is not over. But um, unfortunately, I don't think that the movie we're in is going to have such a nice, tidy ending as that one did. No. Just saying. So, but anyway, we've got to get out of here. So uh, I'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern for Freedom Gardens. And then we'll be back Sunday, yep. uh, 1.45 for the pre-show, 2 p.m. for the regular show for True Spiracy. Mm -hmm. Yep. And True Spiracy, we have who won? Nobody. No, we're doing Bohemian Grove, oh, remember? Yep. Yeah, and maybe like Illuminati bloodlines and things like that. So um, mm, that'll be fun. Yeah, I got a couple Suck, but it'll be fun. clips on that. So um, videos are ready. Things I've been collecting. You know, anyway. So, uh, yeah, that's right. it. I hope you all enjoyed the Christmas party. Like a good drunk, make fast out halfway through it. <laughs> Going back to sleep. <laughs> Peace. So. Till then, for the make. And Lynn. Have a great night, folks. We'll see you in the morning. Thanks for watching. Peace. No, we'll see you. Well, I'll see we'll you tomorrow see afternoon. You Sunday. You got it. She'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Peace. Bye, y'all.
man knows what I can. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line. Don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. And you can fuck around and find out. Strapped up in a whitey, I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be F A F O. I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the south. Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty south with a truck seat high and he straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need. Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck a welfare now. Fuck around and find out You can fuck around and find out